this for all the thrills and action and excitement today. Should be a lot of them. And here is Ned Martin. All right, Dave, thank you, and good afternoon, everybody, again from Chicago. And the final days for the Red Sox in this city this year, at least in the regular season. Wilbur Woods, Belmont Mads, going against the Red Sox. He's 1-1 one one with Boston this year. Tommy Harper up, who has shown signs of getting out of the batting slump he was in. He led yesterday's game with a home run. He's hitting 270, and the knuckleball is inside, ball one. Harper has 12 homers, two on this trip, and 40 runs batted in. He's let off two games with home runs on this road trip. He checks his swing on a high knuckler, and it's a ball. Two balls, no strikes. Harper, Aparicio, and Cater will be up. Danny Cater in the number three spot in this first game. Carl Yastrzemski sitting this one out. He'll be in the second game. The pitch by Wood. Ground ball to third. Picked up by Spezio near the bag. Throws across in time, and Harper's out. One away. Aparicio hitting 272 at the plate. 25 runs batted in. Wilbur Wood has beaten the Red Sox just once in this ballpark. He's lost to them three times here, and in Fenway, he is 3-3 three and three against the Red Sox. Last time he beat them here was in 1968. Pitching to Aparicio, strikes all inside corner. Woody kicks and throws inside. The count. One and one. The pitch. Fouled at the plate. One and two. Eddie Kapowski, the acting manager today, also today is his birthday. Another birthday, we'll mention in just a moment. Here is the pitch, and it's in the dirt. One ball, two strikes. Dennis B. Twombly of St. Johnsbury Center, Vermont. 96 years old today. Abbott Red Sox fan. And in the listeners, uh, follows the Red Sox on radio. Happy birthday, Mr. Twombly. There's a swinging strike dropped by the catcher, Herman. Aparicio goes to first, but the throw beats him, and that's two away. Aparicio strikes out. Play goes two to three with Herman throwing over to first baseman Richie Allen. Two down, and Danny Cater up, hitting 240. Eight homers, 39 runs batted in. Lined up by Wood, and the pitch to the plate is inside. Ball one. Knuckleballer kicks and throws, and it's beaten into the dirt. One ball, one strike. Wood looks in for the side. Now he throws, and uh, hit on the ground on one hop to short. Picked up by Louis Alvarado. Throws the first in time. An easy one, two, three inning for Wilbur Wood. 
Red Sox out in order, and after a half inning, it's Red Sox nothing. The White Sox coming up. Run around a tennis court on a hot summer day, and you really run up a thirst. Just be good, When that last bit of gold, you'll be set for a couple of beers. So today, there's only one beer that'll do. For a change, we'd like to ask you not to contribute something this year. Don't contribute to the litter problem. Contribute to a litter barrel instead. Come on, people, pitch in. here. Cleveland has jumped on Oakland 3-0 after two and a half innings at Cleveland in their single game. Ken Holtzman against Dick Tidrow. Cleveland out in front 3-0. California will have Clyde Wright going this afternoon. Detroit will have Bill Slayback at Detroit. Milwaukee's at Kansas City. Jim Colburn for the Brewers. Bruce Dalcanton for the Royals. Minnesota plays later on a 5-30 game at Baltimore. And the New York Yankees are at Texas later on in the evening in the night game. In the National League, Atlanta at Montreal, Schuler against Stoneman. Cincinnati failed to score on the top of the first at Shea Stadium. The Mets now batting. Don Gullett against Jim McAndrew. Houston nothing, Philadelphia nothing after two and a half. Don Wilson for Houston and Ken Reynolds trying for his first win of the year for Philadelphia. Pittsburgh plays a doubleheader at San Diego. The Cardinals are a single game at San Francisco and Chicago at Los Angeles. We're in the bottom of the first inning here at Chicago. Scoreless game. Pat Kelly up against Lynn McLaughlin. The right-hander throws high to Kelly. Ball one. Pat is hitting 272. Two home runs. 15 runs batted in. McLaughlin getting his first start against the White Sox. Throws and misses high. Ball two. Kelly left-handed batter and very fast. Two balls, no strike. McLaughlin throws himself down. Now he throws. Strike called on the inside corner. Jay Johnstone on deck with Dick Allen to follow. Now McLaughlin winds and throws. And is a ball inside on a check swing. Three and one. Fastball is just missed. Three balls, one strike. The pitch. Ball four, he walks it. McLaughlin starts by walking the first man. Kelly at first base, Johnstone is the batter. Jay Johnstone playing center field in this game. He's a left-handed batter. Johnstone hitting 181. Three home runs, 15 runs batted in.
Kelly has 20 stolen bases this year. He edges off first base, has about a five-step lead. And McLaughlin's breaking pitch is low, ball one. He wants another baseball from plate umpire George Maloney. Here's the set, the pitch. Strike called at the knees. Throw to first base by Fisk, and Kelly gets back. Kind of an afterthought for Carlson as he fired down there. One ball, one strike. McLaughlin throws, and it's in the dirt. Ball two, nice stop by Fisk. Two balls, one strike. Lawson gets set, throws, ground ball into right field, makes it, just past Cater, throw over to second base by Smith, Kelly goes to third, the White Sox runners at first and third. Well, they're starting out against McLaughlin like they did against Siebert on Friday night. A walk, and then one of those artificial curve singles. Ball just keeps going faster after it hits the first time. Gator just was unable to get it. He went over, tried to backhand it. It went by him so fast. On a normal turf, it probably would have been handled by Gator. Here is Dick Allen, and he takes the pitch way outside, ball one. Allen hitting 313, 29 home runs, 85 runs batted in. So the White Sox have something going right off. The pitch. Strike called. One ball, one strike. The Red Sox infield playing at double play depth with Allen up there and in the first inning. McLaughlin gets ready and throws. Strike two called outside corner. Slider. One ball, two strikes to Allen. Allen is third in the American League in batting behind Joe Rudy of Oakland and Richie Scheinblum of Kansas City. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. So it's two and two to Richie Allen. White Sox with a threat here. Red Sox want to play, get for that double play. They'd rather get two outs here and allow one run to score than get a big inning and get behind Woods too many runs because he's tough. Pitch. Swing and a foul tip out of the glove of Fisk. The count is two and two. Balls, two strikes. McLaughlin ready. He throws. Strike three. Swinging, he got him with a fastball. Well, Louis Tiant got him on a fastball yesterday. So there's one uh, one big out there as Richie Allen strikes out. One down and Carlos May comes up. The left fielder 
a left-handed batter. He's hitting 298 with 10 homers and 56 runs batted in. He was the one who spoiled Seance's no-hit bid in the seventh yesterday. Hit a knuckleball down into left field. McLaughlin looks him over. Pitches. Ball high. One ball, no strike. May swings the bat back and forth, and here's the pitch. Foul ball ripped in and out of a Chicago dugout. He had everybody ducking and waving towels, waving the peace sign out, the truth sign to uh, May. He went for an outside pitch and gunned that at the Chicago dugout. One ball, one strike. Here's McLaughlin setting and throwing. Ball outside, and the count is two and one. Two balls, one strike. One out, two on. The pause and the pitch. Ground strike queen. He went for a breaking pitch. It's now two and two. The infield shortened up the double play depth more so than they were on Richie Allen. With Allen's tremendous power, they were playing back a step or two farther than they do with Carlos May. Figuring with that fast infield, anything that Richie Allen might hit on the ground could get by them had they been shortened up. Here's the pitch. It's outside. Ball three. Three and two. Full count now to May with Mike Andrews on deck. McLaughlin reads the sign. Here's the pitch. Runner going. A chopper to the mound. McLaughlin has a runner caught between third and home. They've got Pat Kelly trapped. He throws to Petroselli. They put Pat Kelly out. And there's a good play by Lynn McLaughlin. A fielder's choice for May as he tapped one to the mound. The runner at first base, Johnstone, was breaking for second, so he went unmolested, but they caught Pat Kelly halfway between third and home. And he threw to Rico Petroselli for the out. McLaughlin did just right. He came in and he ran Kelly down and ran him back toward third. And he threw to Petroselli. Rico slapped the tag on him. So Kelly is out. And now there are two down, and runners are at first and second. Mike Andrews up, hitting 220. Six home runs, 32 runs batted in. Right-handed hitter. Johnstone at second base, May at first. Here it is. And it's inside for a ball. Runners at first and third on a ground ball, usually the runner at third will break and try to break up any double play attempt. But this time, the ball did not get past the pitcher. Usually he has to wait and see if the ball goes by the mound, then he breaks. But he broke very soon that time and was uh, caught. Of course, that did avert a double play. But it also knocked off a runner.
Sometimes the runner as fast as Kelly would have a chance to zigzag back and forth on the line and uh, try to allow the other runner, Johnstone, to get over to third base before being zagged out. But uh, McLaughlin played it so well that Kelly didn't couldn't dance much. 1-0 to Mike Andrews. Here comes. Strike swinging. Foul tip out of the glove of fifth. One ball, one strike. One and one. Two out, two on. The set and the pitch. A little pop-up in the infield. Petroselli coming in, flips the glasses down, has it right next to the mound, and McLaughlin gets out of a jam. Pitches his way beautifully out of a mess, and the White Sox have no run, one hit, and two left. After one inning, no score. It's back to school time at Zaire, the discount department store. And it's a perfect time to learn about savings. Sensational savings of all the Zaire specials at the Zaire back to school sale that starts tomorrow. You'll be able to dress the kids in the latest fashions and shoes and walk away with money in your pocket. You can save on fantastic fabrics for fall sewing and pencils, pens, and notebooks for back to school learning. Get some new plain or fancy sheets and pillowcases for those back-to-school early bedtimes. And save on toys for those after-school good times. No matter what you need to make the season a sensation, from fashion to health and beauty aids to hardware, there is the place to learn about saving. So check for the Zare Circular of back-to-school sale values and come save for yourself. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Zare, the discount department store. In the second inning, Reggie Smith will be first up for the Red Sox. He'll be followed by Rico Petroselli and then Carlton Fisk. And we'll have a station break along the way. This is Red Sox Baseball. You're listening to WTIC in Hartford, Connecticut, where starting tomorrow, you'll hear live reports throughout the day and evening from the Republican National Convention in Miami Beach. Walking to the plate against Wilbur Wood in the second inning of a scoreless game. Wood took down the Red Sox easily in the first inning in order. McLaughlin had the first two men get on against him, but got out of trouble. Did not score against him. Woody pitching to Smith, and Reggie takes it low, ball one. Smith is hitting 275. 15 home runs, 52 runs batted in. Batting right against Wilbur Wood. Reggie hits one up in the air, foul, out of play along the first baseline. One ball, one strike. Smith is hitting 429 on this road trip. Nine hits and 21 trips to the plate. Four home runs and 10 RBIs. All of that uh, production in Texas. And he tries to punt the knuckleball and misses it entirely, strike two. Reggie was shortening up, hoping to drop one down that third baseline with Spezio playing very deep. But he didn't make connection with the dancing, dazzling knuckleball of Wilbur Wood. Pitch. Strike three, swinging. And it is thrown to first base as Reggie started up the line carrying the bat. The ball is dropped by Herman. 
And uh, he had to throw to first base, so that's twice a knuckleball has struck out a Red Sox batter already. Twice, Herman has dropped it and had to throw to first. Rico Petroselli is up. Rico hitting 2-5-4. Looks at a strike. 12 homers and 56 runs batted in for Petroselli. Backs away, and it's inside, ball one. One ball, one strike. Here's a line drive, base hit to left field. Petroselli singling sharply to left. Ball picked up by Carlos May and throws into Alvarado. There's the first Red Sox hit. Rico just meeting the ball nicely, lining it out there. The wind this afternoon is blowing in toward home plate. Normally, a knuckleball is more effective when it is thrown against the wind. We'll see how Woody does. Of course, when it's good, when it's going good anyway, why, it doesn't make much difference, but usually it's more effective against the wind than with it. Today is, so far, it is with the wind. Carlton Fisk is up, batting 298, 18 home runs, 44 runs batted in. in for the sign. He pitches and it's inside. Ball one. Over Wood lost one game this year. one nothing on a home run to Harmon Killebrew. He's lost a bunch of uh, and one low scoring games. Big swing and a miss. Ball gets behind Herman. Down to second goes Pet- Petroselli with a slide that he doesn't need. Herman never did get the ball thrown. The pass ball charged to Ed Herman. Herman deserves a little medal of honor anyway for having to catch the knuckler of Wilbur Wood. And now he's got three knuckleballers on his staff to handle. Acosta and Eddie Fisher. Fisher will work the second game. This bangs one to right center field up in the air. It's going to drop in there. Way out she goes. Takes one hop into the old bullpen. A ground rule double. And Petroselli scores the first run. One nothing Red Sox on fifth double to right center field. He got good wood on that. It takes a big hop on the warning path out there and bounced over that short fence, which uh, used to be guarding the bullpen area. So it's a ground rule double and a run batted in for fifth is 45th of the season. And the Red Sox have a one nothing lead. Petroselli scoring from second after going to second base on the pass ball. He is allowed two bases on the double. So it's one nothing Red Sox. The batter is Andy Costco, who's hitting 238 on the year, six homers and 13 RBIs. This is his second time at bat in a Red Sox uniform. Takes the pitch inside, and that ball is blocked by Herman. Woody having a little bit of difficulty with that pitch. is dipping low. Costco got in as a pinch hitter in Texas and hit the first pitch, a fly ball to right field. So he's 0 for 1 as a member of the Red Sox. The pitch to him. Inside, ball 2. 2 and nothing. 
second base, one out, one run in. Wood looks back to second base and throws. Foul ball back. Two balls, one strike. Cleveland leads Oakland 3-0 in the fourth inning at Cleveland. Wood ready with the sign. Throws inside again to Costco. It's three and one to Andy. Three balls, one strike, two out. Well, one out, rather. On deck hitter is Phil Gagliano. The pitch. Strike, swinging. Full count, three and two. Play Andy at a step to left and deep. Here it is. Strike three, swinging. He's out of there. Andy Costco strikes out. After having the count three and one, Wood came in with two good knuckleballs and had Andy swinging at both of them. That is Wood's third strikeout. Phil Gagliano coming up, batting 270. No homers, eight runs batted in. Prime pinch hitter in the Red Sox. Pitch to him. Strike called. Philadelphia won. Houston nothing after five. Greg Luzinski homer for the Phils. There's a pitch low to Gagliano. One ball, one strike. Milwaukee failed to score on the top of the first at Kansas City. Atlanta and Montreal underway. No score after one. Cincinnati nothing. New York nothing in the third. Here's the pitch. A chopper towards third, maybe trouble, but picked up there by Spezio. He throws Gagliano out. Gagliano grounding out, third to first, and that's all for the Red Sox. An unearned run comes in because a pass ball got Petroselli to second from whence he scored on a double, a ground rule double. One run on two hits. No errors. There was a pass ball and one man left. After an inning and a half, one nothing Boston. Yes, sir. Put it up. Put it up. You're on the beach on the weekend on a hard spiking pickup volleyball team. Get him up. Hey, here we go. We got it, sir. Let's go. And that's a surefire way to pick up a red hot thirst. A more than one beer thirst. After a couple of hours of hot sun and hot sand, you're ready for a couple of frosty cold beers. That's why you're ready for Shaker. Every glass of Schaefer brings you flavor that never fades. Pleasure that goes right on being first beer, crisp and bright, first glass to last. So, set yourself up to a couple of frosty cold Schaefer's. Brother, you've got it coming. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than McLaughlin will face Ed Fizio, Ed Herman, and Louis Alvarado in the Chicago second inning. Red Sox leading 1-0. First two men got on in the first inning. Kelly with a walk, and then he went to third on a single by Johnstone, but McLaughlin did not let them score.
score. There's a strike call to the right-handed hitting Spezio, whose average is 267. Two homers, 12 RBI. Here's the pitch, and there's a swing and a miss. Nothing in two. No balls, two strikes to Spezio. Wind up and delivery, foul ball out of play, down along the first baseline toward the upper deck. Nothing in two. Pitch. High, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Now the pitch. And gets away from everybody over fifth love. Ball two. Two and two. Red Sox will go from here to Kansas City. Tuesday. They'll play Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Then come home. There's a ground ball. Stabbed, rather. A line drive taken by Cater at first. Nice play by Danny. Started out to be uh, that it was if it was going to hit the ground, but it did never did. Danny Cater made a dive for it from deep at first base and stabbed it before it hit the ground. Bezio lining to Cater on a good play. Ed Herman up, the catcher, left-handed batter. Fifth talking to McLaughlin at the mound. Stocks ahead in this game, one nothing. This is the bottom of the second inning. Game one of a doubleheader this afternoon in the Comiskey Park, Chicago. Very misty and foggy now around Chicago. Smoggy day. Pitches down low to Herman, ball one. You hardly see some of the big buildings on the skyline from here downtown because of the mist. The pitch is low, ball two. Two and nothing to Herman. McLaughlin throws, swinging strike. Went for a fastball. Two balls, one strike. The sun never has been fully out today. Been trying to break through, but it's a light overcast. Brown foul, rips past first base. Two balls, two strikes. Here is the pitch. Foul. Two balls, two strikes. Rothen kicks and delivers. High ball three, three and two. The outfield is pulled well around to right on Herman, who has some power on the left side. Right side of the infield is deep. 
Ground ball to Cater. Backhanded, knocks it down, picks it up, underhands it to McLaughlin for the out. So Danny Cater throws to McLaughlin. Three to one, the play goes on Herman. There are two down in the second inning. Here's Louis Alvarado, the shortstop for the White Sox. Louis is batting 237, two homers and 23 runs batted in. Alvarado, a right-handed batter, formerly with the Red Sox. Now the wind-up by McLaughlin. The pitch is inside to M ball one. One ball, no strike. Here it is. High ball two, two and nothing. Two outs, nobody on base. Alvarado, the number eight hitter. Here it is. Foul tips this one. Strike one. Two and one. Wilbur Wood is on deck. McLaughlin's arm around. The pitch is rammed sharply past shortstop into left field. Base it. Single for Louis Alvarado, the second White Sox hit, bringing to the plate Wilbur Wood. Woody is batting 156. He has been to bat 90 times this year officially with 14 hits. He's batted in four runs, a right-handed hitter. Alvarado at first. The look over there and the pitch to Wood is a strike called. Fastball. Now the set. Here it is. Curve, strike, call, or slider, really. One ball, or no balls, two strikes. The pause by McLaughlin, the look down the pitch. Strike three, call, slider on the outside corner. No contest there. Wilberwood is out on strikes, and that's number two for McLaughlin. In the second inning, no runs, one hit, and one left. And after two innings of play, the Red Sox won, the White Sox nothing. Joy is a clearance price and a great car, like Plymouth Fury, at your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. At your Chrysler Plymouth dealers, Plymouth Fury is a joy because it's big and roomy. Thousand beautiful. Built to be a great car, backed by service. To keep it a great car. More than that, Joy is a cleanup deal. It doesn't clean you out. At your Chrysler Plymouth dealers. Into the third inning in this first game we go with the Red Sox holding a one to nothing lead. 
on a single by Petroselli, a pass ball by catcher Herman, and a ground rule double by Carlton Fitz. Red Sox up in the third with Lynn McLaughlin coming to the plate. Dave Martin to the mic. Thank you, Ned. McLaughlin, a left-hand hitter, leads off and a pretty good hitting pitcher. Lynn's made eight hits and 33 times up. That's a 2.42 average. Left-hand hitter. Lefty against Lefty here is Wood. Pitches in the first pitch, he strokes a foul ball off to the left and the count of strike one out of play. Oh, a fan in the first row of the box seat leaned over for the ball. And what's your expression on that, man? You've got an expression for that when you somersault. He almost <laughs> dove on in the field. Here's the pitch and there's a swing and a foul. Something over something, you say. Oh, yeah. Tailgate over tin cup. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've never heard that until you said that. But that fan just about did that. On there right next to the White Sox dugout. Count is strike two now. He fouled off the next pitch. Here's the lineup in the next pitch. Here's a swing, and he hits a bouncing ball to third. Up to the ball is Fizio. Go to first, and he's out. Dropping an easy out. Fizio to Allen. So there's one gone, and it brings up Tommy Harper. Spain was leaning over the railing for the foul ball, and first thing to stay on, the, on his side of the railing. But he... <laughs> He almost involuntarily wound up, sprawled out on the uh, on the field. But he got the foul ball. Here's Tommy Harper in the pitch, a strike call in the inside corner, strike one. Strike one on Harper. He grounded at third the first time up. Here's the ball inside. He turns away from it. Thomas one and one. Wilbur Wood on the mound, won 22 games last year, 21 so far this year, has a chance at 30. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Harper, the ball is up high, ball two, strike one on Harper. Red Sox beat Wood on the 6th of June. Sonny Siebert in the Red Sox beat, good enough. Wayne and a miss. Another knuckleball. That one looked like it was on the outside corner. Harper went for it and missed. Ball two, strike two. What came back to beat the Red Sox on June 17th. Five to four. He had relief help from Terry Forster that day. There's a check swing, and the ball hits his back, goes foul. A foul tip, and the count is two and two. This is Wood's 37th start of the year. Over. No, is a New Englander. He hails from Belmont, Massachusetts, and originally signed with the Red Sox. Went to Pittsburgh and finally to the White Sox. Here's a fly ball deep to left. Way back, way back, back. He's there. He's got it. Tommy Harper gave that ball a ride, and he had to supply all the power. Got a hold of a knuckleball, but Carlos May backed up on the warning track. About two steps from the wall, perhaps. Well back on the warning track and pulled it down. So that's two out and it brings up Louis Amparicio. Probably got a hold of one. Might have been a fastball, would have been out of here. Amparicio struck out the first time up. Here's a liner in the left field. That's going to be trouble. Bounces and pass May all the way to the wall. Amparicio pulls up at second with a double. May finally throws it back in. Got a good throw into third base. But he failed to 
get over there in time to cut it off. The ball is in between May and the line. And bounced past May to the wall. So it's a two-banger for Aparicio, and it brings up Danny Cater. Before he steps in, we'll pause for station identification. This is Red Sox baseball. Sunny this afternoon, clear and becoming cool tonight. Lows in the 50s, sunny and warm tomorrow. Right now on Constitution Plaza, 80 degrees. It's 3 o'clock on WTIC in Hartford. First pitch to Cater, a swing and a miss, strike one. Cater grounded his short the first time up. And on second base now with two outs for the Red Sox in the top of the third. The score is one to nothing. The Red Sox lead. Here's the pitch. Inside for a ball. So it's one and one on Cater. Cater sat out yesterday's game. He was benched for lack of hitting recently. He hasn't been hitting a lot. Second baseman Andrews keeping Aparicio worried. Ran all the way over to second. Now it's back in his position as the pitcher comes in with the delivery. Here's a looping fly ball, but the shortstop Alvarado backs up and grabs it for the out. Low fly hit by Cater. Cut by Alvarado in short left. No runs and one hit. One man left. The middle of the third. Score is Boston 1. The White Sox nothing. You know, one of the really great things in life is when you walk into a store and buy something big. Like a sewing machine or a new TV set. And the salesman asks, how would you like to finance that? And very nonchalantly you say, I'll pay cash. And suddenly you can feel everyone thinking, wow. Ruff has a little something for the inner man. And that's what a personal loan from Hartford National can do for you. Give you the good feeling of having money in your pocket for just about anything you need or want. It can do a good deal more than that, though. It can save you cold, hard cash because the payments are tailored to your budget. A personal loan from Hartford National. It makes you ten feet tall. Ask about it at Hartford National. Hartford National Bank. Two runs in the first inning, and they lead California 2 to nothing after one. Bill Slayback going for Detroit today, and Clyde Skeeter-Wright for the Angels. Yankees won last night. Baltimore also won last night. Detroit and the Red Sox won yesterday afternoon. But the Tigers still lead Baltimore by a half game, with the Yankees two games out, and the Red Sox three and a half games out. First man up now for the White Sox. The last half of the third is the leadoff man, Pat Kelly. Kelly, a left hitter, drew a walk the first time up. Lynn McLaughlin winding up. Here's the first pitch. Ball is high. Ball on a fastball. Red Sox with Costco in left field today. Harper in center and Smith in right. There's the lineup, and here comes the pitch to Kelly. It's a curve strike call to beauty. Over the heart of the plate, makes it one and one. Kelly stands way up in the batter's box and kind of leans over the plate. I'm going to crouch. Here's a ball at high. Ball two, strike one. A good fastball that time. A lot of mustard on it, but just out of the strike zone. Center fielder Harper, a little bit in the left center for Kelly, a left-hand hitter. 
called. Pass ball on the inside corner. Good pitch by McLaughlin. Two and two to count. Lynn made perhaps his weakest start in his last start. And a consistently good starting pitcher. Since his recall late in June. Here's the 2-2 pitch. It's the ball outside. Ball three, strike two. McLaughlin has a fine earned run average of 2.62. This is the first time he's pitched against Chicago. Ball three, strike two on Kelly. Nobody on or out in the last of the third. One to nothing, Red Sox lead. Here's the lineup of the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Kelly goes out on strike. All the way around and missed a breaking ball. That's the third strikeout for Lynn McLaughlin. Brings up the center fielder, Jay Johnstone. Congratulations to Sayre. They're opening a new store at Water and Main Streets in... Averill tomorrow, and all stores in the greater Boston area in Hyannis, Worcester, and Manchester are joining the grand opening celebration. New store, a new Zayer store in Averill. Al Walker tells me it's Averill. Averill. H-A-V-E-R-H-I-L-L. Here's the pitch. It's a strike call to Johnstone. Strike on Johnstone. Strike one. Here's the lineup of the next pitch. Hits the ball. High one and one. Johnstone single to right the first time up. His second hit of the series. He had a home run with two men on Friday night. Left hand hitter. Delivery is a strike. Gets called a breaking ball. It is over the heart of the plate. Ball one, strike two. Tommy Harper now has moved into right center for Johnstone. Smith moved over a couple of steps toward the line in right field, playing deep, playing Johnstone to pull the ball. He has good power. Here's the lineup and the pitch. It's the ball. It's high, and the count is ball two, strike two. Sox have Petroselli at third, Aparicio at short, Gagliano playing second today, and Cater at first. The battery, McLaughlin and Fisk. Here's the lineup and the pitch. Playing ground ball to second. Gagliano has it. So the first, he's out. Joe came up with the ball cleanly and threw the batter out, Jay Johnstone. That brings up Dick Allen. Two out and nobody on for Chicago in the third. Red Sox are leading one to nothing. Here's Allen, who struck out and a nobody on for Chicago in the third. Red Sox are leading one to nothing. Here's Allen, who struck out on a good, hard fastball the first time up. Allen is now two for eight in this series. Started out with a two for three performance Friday night. Swing and a miss. He swung late on a fastball. Both Tiant yesterday and McLaughlin today have been jamming Allen with that fastball, pitching him high and inside with plenty of heat. They've been getting him out. Down a strike one. Here's the pitch to Allen. He swings and he misses. Strike two. That was in the same spot. Jamming him with a fastball. Strike two on Allen. Allen uses a big bat. He waves it around like a toothpick. He's very strong. But it's one of the heaviest bats used by anybody in the major leagues. 40 ounces. Pitch. Ball is high. Ball one. Strike two. A 40-ounce bat. As you know, Allen had no spring training this year. Took a lot of extra batting practice 
early in the season, but now doesn't take batting practice at all. Here's a swing and a foul tip behind the plate. Ball one, strike two. Once he feels he's in the groove, so to speak, at the plate, Allen doesn't feel he has to take batting practice, and his manager approves of that. So he doesn't take it. Here's the one-two pitch. A swing and a miss, strike three. And twice now, McLaughlin has struck out Dick Allen. He did it with another fastball on the inside corner letter high. Three up, three down, nothing across. That's four strikeouts for McLaughlin in three innings. And at the end of three, the Red Sox won Chicago nothing. Cool, clean, and serene are the words for summer at Snow Lake Lodge at Mount Snow, Vermont. Nestled at the base of Mount Snow, Snow Lake Lodge offers a full range of vacation activities in an unhurried atmosphere where you set your own pace. There's a lush 18-hole championship golf course, professional-quality clay tennis courts, horseback riding programs, swimming, boating, fishing, antiquing, even gondola rides, and flying from the Mount Snow Airport. And special learn-to-ride, learn-to-fly, and golf packages, honeymoon specials, and family rates. All just a few hours from Boston and other major New England cities. And you can win a Mount Snow summer vacation. Just see your New England Chrysler Plymouth dealer for details. Nothing to buy. Just come in and sign up. The contest ends August 26th. players were telling Ed and I that Allen hasn't taken batting practice since April. Once he got in the groove, he figured he uh, didn't need it. Uh, he might have to take a little uh, after these last two days, the way the Red Sox are pitching him. They're smoking him and giving him good fastballs, good hard fastballs. High and inside, he's been striking out. Here's the fourth inning now, and here's Ned. All right, Dave, Reggie Smith first up against Wilbur Wood. The Red Sox have a one nothing lead. The pitch to Smitty is inside, ball one. Reggie, first time up, struck out. Wood kicks and knuckleballs him, and a ground ball to shortstop. Comes up for, Appar- for Alvarado, throws to first base. Smith is out, short to first, one away. Rico Petroselli singled and scored in the second inning. Red Sox have had three hits off uh, Wilbur Wood, including doubles by Fisk and Aparicio. Petroselli takes the strike. Good crowd here today. Not uh, not as big as Friday night, but they'll, uh, they'll get 30, 35. Ground ball toward the middle into center field. Base hit. That one hit that artificial turf and then just took off again skipping its way out onto the real grass in Fetter. Petroselli is two for two. Four hits, four hits now off Woody. Carlton Fisk getting toweled off in the on-deck circle, getting a towel on his wrists and hands to dry them. And he drove in the only run of the game with a double to right center field in the second inning. It took one hop into the old bullpen area.
Petroselli is now four for nine against Wilbur Wood this year. Left-hander works to Fisk, and he hits one high towards center field, not too deep. Jay Johnstone is under it. Petroselli playing at halfway, returns to first as Johnstone makes the catch. Fisk flies to center, and there's two outs. With Andy Costco coming to the plate, Costco struck out his first time. Oakland has scored a run, but it's still Cleveland three, Oakland one after five and a half at Cleveland, a single game. Detroit is leading California, 2-0 after two innings. Milwaukee and Kansas City, no score after two. Atlanta and Montreal, no score after three. Cincinnati and the Mets, no score after four and a half at New York. Houston, three. Philadelphia, one after seven. Lazinski has homered for Philadelphia, and Cedeno has homered for Houston. Throw to first base, not in time. Here's the pitch to Costco. Ground ball hit foul past third. Just foul of the bag. One strike to Costco. Petroselli at first base, two outs. Red Sox one, White Sox nothing in this first game. Wood delivers. Foul out of the glove of Herman. Nothing in two. Costco taking big, full swings at the knuckler. Wood gets the sign and throws. Here's a line drive. Base hit to left field for Costco. Petroselli will hold up at second base. Carlos May throws in toward third. Andy Costco gets his first hit as a member of the Red Sox. And Boston has runners at first and second, two out. Phil Gagliano coming up. Five hits now off Wood. Gagliano has had one hit in five trips against Wilbur Wood this year. Petroselli off second, Costco off first. Pitch is inside, ball one. In the second game, John, John Curtis will pitch for the Red Sox and knuckleballer Eddie Fisher for Chicago. Here's the pitch. Fly ball to center field, straight away. Back goes Johnstone. He's under it. He's got it fairly deep in center. And that ends the inning. Two put outs for Johnstone in the fourth. No runs, two hits, and two left for the Red Sox. They've stranded four after three and a half innings. Score is still the Red Sox one and Chicago nothing. Two more games after today's doubleheader on this long road trip, and then the Red Sox will be home for a nine-game homestand, which will open with Jimmy Fun Night on August 25th. That'll be against the Texas Rangers. All Red Sox proceeds going to the Jimmy Fun and the hitting contest beforehand for former Red Sox players and some radio personalities in the Boston area. Three games each with Texas, Chicago, and Kansas City. And of course, the, in the month of September, the Red Sox will have be at home quite a bit with 18 games and several big series with the Tigers, Orioles, and Yankees. So make plans as the Red Sox continue to stay up in the American League East race 
While the club is away, the ticket offices at Fenway are open from 9 a.m. till 8 p.m., Monday through Friday, and from 9 to 5 on Saturdays and Sundays. Red Sox tickets available at Filene's in downtown Boston and Filene's suburban stores throughout New England. Here we go into the bottom of the fourth inning. Red Sox holding a slim one nothing lead over Chicago. The White Sox against Lynn McLaughlin will have Carlos May, Mike Andrews, and Ed Spezio at the plate. Carlos May had a fielder's choice his first time up. Left-handed batter. McLaughlin has given up two hits. He has struck out four. And he pitches a strike on the outside corner. Lynn has walked one. That was the opening batter in the first inning, Pat Kelly. Right arm around and the pitch, a fastball inside, ball one. One ball, one strike. One and one, the count. Pitch. Fouled off, out of play, one and two. Tuesday night in Kansas City, Marty Patton will face Mike Hedlund. And Wednesday night, Sonny Siebert against, or Louis Tiant against Roger Nelson. Nelson making a fine comeback, the right-hander for Kansas City. 1.90 earned run average. May backs out a moment. The pitch. Foul. One and two to Carlos May. Red Sox leading here one to nothing. May stands in against Lynn McLaughlin who gets his sign and goes to work. A ground ball to shortstop, a couple of hops to Louie, throws the first in time. Aparicio to Cater, May is out, one away. Here comes Mike Andrews. Andrews popped to third base in the first inning. Mike digs in at home plate now. <laughs> Waiting for McLaughlin's first delivery. Here it comes. Ball high and inside. 1-0. and oh. Andrews sets again at home plate. McLaughlin fires and misses inside again. Ball two. Two and nothing. White Sox hits have been by Alvarado and Johnstone. Both singles. McLaughlin delivering two and oh. Ball three. A fast ball inside. He's worked Andrews close all the way. 
Three balls, no strikes. Ed Spezio on deck. 3-0 pitch to Andrews. Ball four, low. And on four pitches, Andrews walks. Second walk given up by McLaughlin. White Sox have a runner with one out in the fourth. Ed Spezio, the batter, he lined to Cater, who made a good play on him in the second inning. and Nancy with a laughing face down playing the organ in the stands plays Paniculi Panicula for him. Spezio, right-handed batter. The pitch. A pitch out. Nobody going anywhere. They thought they had something smoked that maybe Andrews would be moving or they possibly try to put on a hit and run. But Andrews was holding. Ball one. The pitch. Fly ball to right field. Reggie Smith coming in. He's there. He's got it. Two out. Andrews returns to first, and the batter at the plate will be Ed Herman, the catcher. Left-handed batter. Herman grounded out to Cater in the second inning. Sox ahead, one nothing. if you just joined us. They got their run in the second inning on a single by Petroselli, pass ball, and a double by Fitz. McLaughlin pitches to Herman, hangs the curve outside, ball one. Now the set and the pitch. Fastball a little low. Two and nothing to Herman, the number seven hitter in the order. Alvarado on deck. Looking for the sign now. McLaughlin readies himself and pitches. Fouled off. Two balls, one strike. Not a bad time right now, would you say, for... A tall, cold glass of Schaefer beer, the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Two and one count to Ed Herman. Pitch fouls it back, and the count is two and two. Andrews at first base, two out. Herman up there, the second baseman, Phil Gagliano, is halfway between first and second and right on the edge of the outfield grass. He's playing very deep. Aparicio is almost directly behind second. They play Herman as a dead pull hitter. Pitch inside, a bluff to first by Fisk and a slide back on his stomach by Andrews. Three and two now to the batter, Herman. Andrews will be off with a pitch. Two out. set by McLaughlin, the pitch and a ground ball to Cater, who had backed up nicely and plays it on the bag alone for the out. Cater had been holding against Andrews. He backed up deep and the ball went right to him. 
So Herman grounds to Cater unassisted. And it's no runs for the White Sox. No hits and one left. They've stranded four. After four innings of play, the Red Sox lead one to nothing. Taylor Rental Centers not only rent things for parties and banquets and other fun time activities, they also rent things like heavy contractors' equipment. Contractors or even homeowners who may want heavy equipment or power tools for a job may find it more convenient to rent them than to buy expensive new equipment. Ask about it at the Taylor Rental Center in Simsbury, South Hartford, or Manchester. Taylor has such things as air compressors, paving breakers, Rocco drills, one-ton rollers, sand blasters, dirt conveyors, compactors, scaffolding, and even transit, as well as concrete planes, saws, and grinders. Rent the right tool for the job. Here are the addresses of three nearby Taylor Rental Centers, 542 Hop Meadow Street in Simsbury, Ledyard Street off Airport Road, South Hartford, and 155 Center Street in Manchester. Out of the fifth inning, the Red Sox holding a one-nothing lead. They have five hits off Wilbur Wood, two of them doubles, one by Fisk, which drove in the run, and one by Aparicio in the third. Fisk uh, drove the run in in the second inning. Then McLaughlin has allowed two singles. First man up in the fifth is McLaughlin, and back today. Thank you, Dad. Here's McLaughlin, who grounded out the first time up. Had a ground ball to the third baseman, Fizio, and was thrown out. Here's a swing and a miss on the knuckleball strike one. Outfield not too deep, but a shade to the left for McLaughlin, batting left-handed. Here's the pitch, a swing, and he strokes a fly ball into deep right center. Kelly going back, and he hauls it in for the out. McLaughlin hit that ball well and a long way. Kelly made a long run for it and caught it with his glove hand, running to his right and back towards the wall. One out of brings up Tommy Harper. Red Sox have made five hits, and they're leading in the game one to nothing. Harper is hitless and two times at bat. Lined up by Wilbur Wood in the delivery, a knuckleball inside, ball one. One and oh on Harper. Aparicio will be next. Sox scored a run in the second inning. Here's the lineup now by Wood. Here's the delivery, a swing, and a high hopper. It's foul down the third base line. Foul ball, count as one and one. The second inning with one out, Petroselli singled, went to second on a pass ball by Herman, and scored on a long ground roll double to right center field by Carlton Fisk. The ball bounced over the outfield fence, the fence in right center. 1-1, one, one, it's the ball inside, ball two, strike one now, the count on Harper. Ed Herman is catching Wood, and Herman has done a good job. He is a good knuckleball catcher. He always catches when Wood pitches. Swing, here's a low fly in the left field, dropping in for a hit. Carlos May up for the ball, and Tommy Harper has his first hit, and hit number six off Wilbur Wood. Red Sox doing a good job with that knuckleball. They're just stroking the ball, just trying to meet it. That's what you have to do against the knuckleball pitcher. If you swing from the heels, take those big cuts. 
the knuckleball pitcher will usually beat you. If you just try to meet the ball, you have more success with the knuckler. Here's Aparicio. He has one hit, a double. First pitch, strike called in the outside corner. Strike one. Louis Aparicio. He's now three for nine in this series. Getting his hits consistently. Still playing with a taped up figure, the finger that was dislocated in Milwaukee eight weeks ago. Back in the lineup now, a little over two weeks. Take the first base, Harper's back. Now he's all set again. Here's a fake the first again, and he is back. Both times Harper went back standing. Wood has a good motion to first base. He has picked 12 men off first base this year. That's a lot. Count of strike one. Now he steps off the rubber. Doesn't make a throw, but he took that left foot off the rubber. Now he brings his arms to his waist. And another throw to first. Harper is back. Three times now he's thrown over there. Harper has 15 stolen bases this year. Still another peg. Tommy's going back in each time. Standing up. He's not having to dive back in. Like he uh, does sometimes. Now he edges off to a lead. There he goes. Pitch out. Throw to second base. He is out. Herman to Andrews. Harper is arguing with a second base umpire. Our friends. White Sox said that was smoked out pretty well. Went through the first four times. Finally, threw a pitch to the plate. Harper is still hollering at the umpire. Now he turns and trots toward the dugout. Finally, went through a pitch. Herman had called for a pitch out. Made a perfect throw to Andrews at second base, and Harper was called out. It was a close play. Aparicio takes the next pitch inside for a ball, two and one. Tommy thought he had the bag. Here's the 2-1 swing. Here's a hot foul right back of the plate. Here in front of us on the screen, the count is 2-2. Two two. Our vantage point at Chicago is way up high and directly behind home plate. Probably the highest press box in the league. Way up in the second deck. Here's a high foul fly ball. The catcher, Herman, has his mask off. He's coming back. He grabs the ball for the out. Herman caught it only a couple of feet from the railing behind the plate in foul territory. No runs and one hit. Nobody left. That's the end of the top of the fifth inning. The score is still the Red Sox one and Chicago nothing. If you've been switching around lately looking for a better brand of beer, here's a way to make your next switch your last. Switch to Schaefer and discover flavor that doesn't fade beer after beer. You'll find that Schaefer stays crisp and bright, first frosty gold glass to last. And you just may decide that the one beer for you is Schaefer, the one beer to have when you're having more than one. 
Identification. This is Red Sox baseball. And this is WTIC in Hartford, Connecticut, your station for NFL action with the New York Giants this fall. Back in Chicago, this is Dave Martin with Ned Martin at Sox Park. First game of a doubleheader today, and so far, good news. One to nothing in favor of the Red Sox. Louis Alvarado leads off for Chicago now in the last half of the fifth inning. He singled the left the first time up. One of two hits so far off Lynn McGlaffin. Lynn gave up a single to John Stone in the first and a single to Alvarado in the second inning. He's walked two batters. No damage so far against him. There's a swing and a miss. Thank one. field now with Chicago and he did when he was a member of the Red Sox. Seems to have a weakness on top fly balls. Long wallop but it's going to be fouled down the left field line. Lands in the upper deck but he pulled it way foul. Beta Pinson has homered for the Angels. Fourth inning nobody on. It's now two to one in favor of Detroit over California. Swing, high fly, left field, it's deep. Costco going way back, back, he leaps up, but it landed in the lower deck at the home run. Costco leaped up and could not quite reach it. Well, that's a long leap. The home run for Alvarado, and it ties up the game at one and one. home run this year for Louis Alvarado. He just did reach the left field lower deck. The wall is nine feet high. It's 352 down the line. That ball is hit straight away left field. Pitching inside and high to Wilbur Wood. The fans boo that high close pitch right after the home run. Wood is batting right-handed. Pretty good hitting pitcher. Got his ball one on Wood. 1-0, a ball high, 2 and nothing. What uh, beat Nolan Ryan with a base hit about a week ago, a week or so ago. A single beat Nolan Ryan, 1-0. Here's the pitch. Strike knee high, and the count is ball 2, strike 1. Fast ball, strike called to the outside corner, 2-2. Two Andy Casco really gave it the old college try out there. Here's a strike call, and Wood is out. The three straight called strikes after the first two pitches were called balls. Wood is out on strike. Strikeout number five for Lynn McLaughlin. Brings up the leadoff man, Pat Kelly. Wall out there is nine feet high, and... Costco, who's a, must be about six, one or two or three, he's a tall, lanky fellow, leaps as high as he could go to try to spear that ball, but it just did make the lower deck in the seat for a home run off the bat of Alvarado. Pitch out of Kelly is the ball, it's high ball one. 
Crowley Avenue game. Tied up one and one. Red Sox lead in the hip department, six to three. Line drive in the center field, base hit. Here's Harper picking it up, and Pat Kelly has his first of the game, a single to center. Hit number four on Ben McLaughlin. First time he's allowed two hits in the same inning. Brings up Jay Johnstone. That was Kelly's fourth hit of the series. At the first three in the Friday night game. One by the White Sox, eight to one. Of course, the Red Sox came back behind Keon yesterday to win three to nothing. Johnstone up there now, a dangerous left-hand hitter. He has good power. Been up twice today, and he has one hit. Runner going. There's the throw by Fisk. He is out. Have to reach the opener right on him. Pat Kelly, who has 28 stolen bases this year, took off with the first pitch to Jay Johnstone. The pitch was inside. Fisk did not have a real good throwing position after taking the pitch, but he made a good throw to Louis Aparicio at second base. They put it on him for the out. Kelly is cut down trying to steal. The count is ball one on Jay Johnstone. Now the windup of the next pitch. Way outside of all. Makes it two and nothing. Two and nothing to count. Fisk got to talk to McLaughlin. Now the two battery mates on the mound. Talking things over. has not been having a good year at the plate. Last year he had 16 home runs. This year he's hit only three, including the one he had Friday night. Here's the ball outside, ball three, three and nothing. A three and nothing count on Johnstone. Two outs, nobody on. A run in, it's one-one now, tied up. And the three opens. Ball four inside, he walked it. Walk number three off the top, and it brings up Dick Allen. McLaughlin just walked a 181 hitter. Now here's Allen, one of the most dangerous hitters in the league. He's been up twice today, and both times has struck out. In a pattern, Louis Tiant used. Yesterday, pitching Allen, and the pattern McLaughlin is using today, identical. Throwing them hard fastballs. The inside part of the plate, letter high or shoulder high. Here's the pitch. There's a curve inside for a ball, ball one. Allen had two hits in the Friday night game. Hitless yesterday and hitless today. Good chance to win the Triple Crown of the American League this year. Here's a line drive in the right center. That's a hit. Here's Fisk getting over, and he backhands it. Comes up with the ball. Fires it toward the infield. Here's a run around third. The throw comes into the plate. He is... He is... Safe at the plate. Play beat. 
But I waited to call it so I was sure what the umpire signal was down there, George Maloney. Well, it's a double and a run batted in for Dick Allen. Scores Johnstone all the way from first base. Batter now is Carlos May. Allen is on second base with a double and a run batted in. Now it's 2-1, to one, the White Sox lead. Pitch to Carlos May as a curve inside for a ball. Or oh, an Allen is some kind of hitter. He just flips the bat around like a toothpick and is a, looks like he's a wrist hitter, like he gets his power with it by snapping his wrist. Uses a 40-ounce bat and the way he waves it around and the way he swings at the ball. It looks like it's like it's uh, light as a feather to him. There's a curve strike call to Carlos May is one and one. Reggie Smith hustled over into that alley in right center, managed to backhand the ball to cut it off and prevent it from going to the wall, but then he was not in good position to throw the ball, and his throw to Gagliano, the relay man, was a weak one. Smith has a little arm trouble right now anyway. His right elbow was bothering him when he was out of the lineup. Here's the ball outside. The count goes to ball two, strike one. The Gagliano then had a long throw to make to the plate. It was on target, but just too late as Johnson, a fast man, raced around and beat the play. This had the plate blocked off. The Johnson simply beat the throw. 2-1 pitch. Here's a check swing, and it's a strike. He was around on it. Rules, Carlos, rules the umpire. Maloney on Carlos May, and May wants Maloney now to check with the base ump. And here's Chuck Tanner out of the dugout. He wants uh, a clarification on it also. They check with a third base umpire, Anthony, and he says it's a strike. So the count is ball two, strike two on Carlos May. Anthony upheld the plate ump. who had already ruled it a strike. Ball two, strike two on May. Two and strike two the count. May batting left-handed and funny dangerous. Here's a check swing on a curveball. He taps it back to the pitcher and throws him out. Didn't mean to hit the ball. He tried to hold up on the swing ball, hit his bat, and with an easy roller right back to McLaughlin. Had an easy play. McLaughlin to Cater. Two runs in the inning. Three hits. And one man left. One walk in the inning. The walk hurt McLaughlin. A batter who walked Johnstone scored in the double by Allen. Score at the end of five is Chicago two and the Red Sox one. For an exciting, different vacation this year, rent a tent, trailer, or camper from your nearby Taylor Rental Center in Portland, Rocky Hill, or Norwich. Taylor has everything you'll need for camping. Tents, stoves, cots, sleeping bags, lanterns, coolers, jugs, and heaters. All in good condition, ready to go. Rental rates are surprisingly low, too. So visit your nearby Taylor Rental Center soon. In fact, before you buy any expensive items with limited use, think Taylor. They have things to rent for every event, from baby furniture to contractor's equipment. Over 6,000 items to make your life easier and more pleasant. Here are the addresses of three nearby Taylor Rental Centers. 224 Main Street in Portland, 1904 Silas Dean Highway in Rocky Hill, 
and 415 West Main Street in Norwich. Final score in the National League. Houston beat Philadelphia 3-1. Winning pitcher Don Wilson, 10-8. Losing pitcher Ken Reynolds, 0-11. Now the sixth inning. Here's Ned Martin. All right, Dave. Danny Cater first up. Red Sox trailing now 2-1. Cater wraps the ground ball. The third baseman, Spezio, going to his left. Throws him out. One away. One pitch, one out as Cater has not had the ball out of the infield. Reggie Smith hasn't either. He has struck out and grounded out. Wilbur Wood has been giving up hits with no runs except for the one in the second inning. The Red Sox have had opportunities to score, but Wood has had it when he's needed it. And now that has cost the Red Sox the lead as they now trail 2-1. to one. And a walk is the thing that really hurts McLaughlin. Pitches inside for a ball. Of course, the homer hurt naturally from uh, where you least expected Louis Alvarado. Wood with a 2-1 lead, pitching to Smitty, and there's a ground ball toward the middle, taken there, back a second by Andrews, throws the first, he's out. Ball is not sharply enough hit to make it to center field, and Andrews is pulled over there anyway on Smith. So he throws Reggie out, second to first, and there are very quickly two men out in the sixth inning. Rico Petroselli is two for two. He singled the left and scored the only Red Sox run in the second inning. And he singled the center in the fourth. Pitch to him. Low, ball one. A two-out walk to Jay Johnstone was followed by the double by Richie Allen, which drove in the lead run for Chicago. Rico fouls it back. One ball, one strike. National's check credit, the checking account with extra spending power. You see, check credit lets you write your own loan right out of your own checkbook, so your checks never bounce. Check credit is the thing to have when you see something you've always wanted, and it costs more than you have in your checking account. And it's a godsend for some of life's little surprises, like when the refrigerator goes on the fritz. Now, isn't that super? Yeah, check credit with ESP. It's a supernatural. Ask about it at Hartford National. Hartford National Bank. The White Sox lead here by a score of two to one as they come to bat in the bottom half of the sixth inning. 
Mike Andrews will be first up against Lynn McLaughlin. Then it'll be Ed Spezio and Ed Herman. McLaughlin and Wilbur Wood matching pitches here, and right now Wood has the better of it, two to one. inside, ball one. Mike has popped up and walked. Carlton Fisk now has thrown out six of ten base stealers on this road trip, and four of the last six that have tried to steal on him. So he's come back after a month or so of not getting anybody out. Pitch to Andrews, line foul down into left field. One ball, one strike to Mike. leading off the sixth inning. The pitch to him knocks him down, a fastball. Two and one. Sun now trying to peep through and is coming out pretty well at Comiskey Park. This is the first of a doubleheader. The White Sox leading two to one. Andrews started to get back in. Now he wants the fat rosin or the uh, pine tar rag in the on-deck circle. Wipes it on his bat. Makes a lot of the players keep a lot of that pine tar halfway up on their bat, and they grip it from time to time, get some purchase for their hands on the bat handle. There's a foul back on the upper deck. The count on Andrews, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch. Ground ball, base hit to left field. Taken by Costco on the ground, and Andrews is there with a leadoff single in the sixth inning. Well, let's see. Four of the last five batters to face McLaughlin have gotten on base, counting uh, the last four hitters in the fifth inning. He now has given up six hits in the game. Wood has given up six. Ed Spezio, third baseman, is up. Infield comes in at double play depth. Here's the pitch to Spezio, and he takes the ball. He's taking on the first pitch. Let's see if they change things around now. He's checking with third base coach Joe Lynette. See if they put anything on here. McLaughlin sets, throws, runner going, hit and run, foul ball out of play. Fred Sherman has gone in to relieve for Detroit. California is still batting in the top of the fourth inning. They've been out a while. Veda Pinson has had a home run in that inning. Tigers did have a 2-0 lead. Gary Peters starts to throw in the bullpen for Boston. Bezio batting against McLaughlin. The pitch. Pitch out. Nowhere. Runner stays. Andrews holds it first base, and now the count is two and one. Lynn McLaughlin sets and throws, strikes swinging, two and two. 
Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Here's the pitch outside, ball three. Three and two now. McLaughlin is starting to struggle a little bit. He was in the fifth when he gave up the two runs. He has given up a single to Andrews, and he's now three and two to Spezio. Here's the set. And the pitch. There's a high foul ball. Cater chasing it near the stands. It'll be out of play. Three and two. They had Andrews running on that. Nobody out. White Sox ahead by a run. McLaughlin with the sign. There's the pitch runner going. Check swing and a foul. Fizio started the swing and then checked as he tried to get out of the way of it. It was an inside pitch and it hit his bat. Peters throwing hard in the Red Sox bullpen now. Three balls, two strikes. McLaughlin gets set. Throws. Andrews breaks. Here's another foul. Three and two. So Mike Andrews is getting a workout, breaking from first to second. They have him going all the time on three and two. This is a man that McLaughlin would like to strike out. Then try for the double play if they could knock, knock Andrews down, trying for second. Three balls, two strikes. Here it comes, there he goes, a foul ball out of play again. No play for Fisk, because Spezio is battling McLaughlin and spoiling the good ones on the 3-2 count. So Mack will try again. He gets to the mound, Spezio backs out a moment, now he's in. Andrews has a three, four-step lead. Now the pitch, and is hit into left field for a base hit. Andrews turns second base. Costco is going to throw to second. Andrews belly whopped into third. The White Sox are running. So they had Andrews going again, and Mike got into third base. Costco took one look and saw that he had no chance to get Andrews. So he played it safe and threw to second base to prevent Spezio possibly from taking second if they did go to third for the throw. Now the White Sox, who have been running all this series, have runners at first and third, nobody out. Lee Stang is at the mound talking with McLaughlin and Fitz. The batter will be Ed Herman, the left-handed hitter. Seven hits now off McLaughlin. And they've had five of them in the last two innings. So he is really tiring out there, it appears. Losing something that he had had for four innings. Now he's faced with a first and third situation, nobody out. He got out of a similar situation in the first inning. The infield is shortened up halfway. They're playing it halfway. Final score on the 
been nothing to do with what's going on on the field. They posted Cleveland 3, Oakland 1, a final score, and Cleveland really has put it to the Oakland Athletics. And as of this moment, the White Sox are in first place in the American League West. The pitch to Herman. Ground ball foul, first base side. In that game, Cleveland had three runs and five hits. They made an error. Oakland, one run, seven hits, no errors. Dick Tidrow, the winner. And Ken Holtzman, the loser. 12,818 at Cleveland. So the Indians did a job on Dick Williams' club. Making two out of three. Here is the set and the pitch. Outside to Herman. Ball one. <laughs> well, California still batting in Detroit in the fourth inning. Another pitcher, John Hiller, has come in to relieve. So the Tigers have had three pitchers in that inning. Don Newhouser in the bullpen now. There's a check swing foul by Herman. One ball, two strikes. The White Sox are leading here 2-1 to one and threatening for more. This is the bottom of the sixth inning. They've already received news that Oakland has lost. Red Sox in trouble. They've had opportunities to score, but they've only had one run this afternoon. And now McLaughlin is trying to pitch his way out of a jam. The count on Herman is one ball, two strikes. Here's the set. The pitch. High ball two. Two and two. Noisy crowd here at Kaminsky Park. Sniffing first place. Here's the set. The pitch. A base hit to center field. Three to one, and here comes the runner, Spezio, in the third. Runners at first and third, still nobody out. Well, that's going to be all. That's all for Lynn McLaughlin, who suddenly lost it all here in the fifth and sixth inning. He'd been riding along with a one nothing lead, which, of course, isn't much. Red Sox had gotten him one run, and that's all, even though they had chances for more. But in the fifth inning, he gave up two runs. He has given up three hits and a run here, and he will leave under fire. So Don Newhouser is coming on the pitch. You are listening to Red Sox baseball from Kaminsky Park in Chicago. Lynn McLaughlin will leave the ballgame going five innings plus, getting nobody out in the sixth. He gave up three straight singles in this inning. The White Sox in every instance taking, going from first to third on those, those singles. Twice they've done it. Something that the Red Sox have not been able to do as much as Chicago. So they've had speed and they've had batting when they've needed it. And McLaughlin leaves, giving up eight hits and three runs. He's responsible for two base runners. He walked three, and he struck out five. So McLaughlin leaves the game for Newhouser. The Red Sox got a run in the second inning on a single by Petroselli, a pass ball, and a double by Fisk. The White Sox scored in the fifth on a homer by Alvarado, then a single by Kelly, a walk to Johnstone, and a double by Richie Allen. They've scored here on singles by Andrews, Fizio, and Herman in succession. 
Newhauser is on the mound, taking his warm-ups. We'll pause for a station break. This is Red Sox baseball. And this is WTIC in Hartford, Connecticut. The forecast from the Traveler's Weather Service. Sunny this afternoon, clear and becoming cool tonight. The lows in the 50s. Sunny and warm tomorrow. Right now on the plaza, 80 degrees. We're back at Comiskey Park with Newhauser, the new Red Sox pitcher. Newhauser is making now his 22nd appearance. He's won three and saved three and lost two with an ERA of 2.86. In 28 in the third innings, he's allowed 23 hits and nine earned runs. Same number of walks and strikeouts, 22. Fastball and slider is assortment. He comes in here in a tough spot. All right, it's Louis Alvarado up. Who started the Chicago scoring this afternoon with a home run into the lower deck in left in the fifth inning. He is two for two, a single and a homer. Red Sox have the infield in about three steps off the in, infield grass or turf. Pitches low to Alvarado, ball one. Nobody out, runners at first and third. White Sox making noises as if they'd go into a big inning. They've scored one run and have two on. Here's the set by Newhouser. He throws way outside. Ball two. Two and nothing. Two balls, no strikes. To Alvarado. Here's the set. The pitch. Ball three. Three and oh. Alvarado, a number eight hitter, batting 237 before this game. Up there with a 3-0 count, Wilbur Wood on deck. Newhauser cranks and fires. Strike call on the outside corner. Talking with Doug Camilli, the bullpen coach, in our dugout interview, and talking about this streak that the Red Sox went through for a while of not being able to get that first batter out coming in from the bullpen. And they don't do it this time either. Alvarado walks. So that loads the bases with nobody out, and Wilbur Wood is up. Alvarado walks. He's still perfect on the afternoon. Gary Peters at work in the bullpen for Boston. Wilbur Wood coming to the plate. fans are really alive here. Half of them are up giving Wood a standing ovation. Woody at the plate has been called out twice on strikes. Wood stands in there. Aparicio and Gagliano are right at the edge of the turf. Petroselli is even with the bag at third. Gator in a step at first. There's a call strike to Wood. Base is full. Nobody out. One run already in. And the White Sox leading 3-1. to one. Newhauser gets the sign. Big right-hander working from the stretch. Throws. Strike two called outside corner. Gary Peters has stopped his warm-ups to watch from the bullpen. 
Nothing in two to Wilbur Wood. It is. Ball low. One ball, two strikes. Alvarado at first. Herman at second. Spezio at third. There's the pitch. Base hit to right field. One run scores. Smith throws to second. Two runs score. Five to one. that first man that he faced and then giving up a single to Wilbur Woods, a pitcher, to drive in two runs. Runners at first and second. Nobody out yet. They've scored three runs this inning. All those runs are charged to McLaughlin. So now it is a five-to-one ball game, Chicago leading for Wilbur Woods. That's a big lead for Wood to have. So he just stuck the bat out there and plunked a base hit into right field. Just went right nicely with the pitch. And he made it look easy. Well, a new pitcher is Gary Peters. New odds are pitching to just two batters, giving up a walk and a hit. Peters, held in the game Friday night as a relief pitcher for Sonny Seaver. This will be his 27th appearance. Two wins, two losses, and a save for Gary, an ex-White Sox pitcher. Had his greatest years in this ballpark. Remember the White Sox. Earned run average 4.40. He's pitched 71 and two-thirds for the Red Sox this year. Allowed 35 earned runs and 78 hits. He's walked 33 and struck out 55. Peters pitched uh, Friday night. And uh, was nicked for a home run by the first man who came in. He's a left-hander now on the mound, facing a left-handed Kelly. Still getting in his warm-up throw. Well, that's twice in this series that same problem has come about. With the relief corps unable to get the first man out, Peters pitched well after he gave up the home run, but that was all done. It makes it an entirely different ballgame. At the time, the score was 5-1 to one on Friday night, which it is now. And Gary came on with two men on and Jay Johnstone up, and he gave up a home run to him, which put the game out of sight completely. Newhouser comes in, walks the first man he faces, the number eight hitter, and then he gives a single to the pitcher, Wilbur Wood. So the bullpen continues to have its problem. Pat Kelly is up. He has walked, struck out, and singled. Now the White Sox have a five-to-one lead in this first game. Gary Peters gets set, throws. And it's low as Kelly was bluffing a bunt. Well, the California Angels got nine runs in the fourth inning, and they lead the Detroit Tigers now 9-2. to two. So uh, at least that part is good news for the Red Sox. Might be better news for the Orioles, who play Minnesota later this evening at Baltimore. The Yankees play tonight at Texas. Everybody wins or everybody loses in the first, in the East Division, it seems. Top club pitches inside for a ball. It's 2-0 to Kelly. Ken Tatum and Bill Lee are warming now in the Red Sox bullpen. 
Peters works from the stretch, throws, ball outside, three and oh. Three balls, no strikes to Pat Kelly. Jay Johnstone, another left-hander hitter, is on deck. Set, pitch, strike call, three and one. Alvarado is at second base, Wilbur Wood at first. Peter is ready. Throws. Butted at and missed. The throw to second. They've got him picked off. Alvarado Aparicio throws to Petroselli and Alvarado is out. Carlton Fisk saw Alvarado caught way off the bag. He fired down to Louis Aparicio and Alvarado broke for third. He was an easy out as Petroselli received the throw from Louis and put the tag on Alvarado. So the play goes two to six to five. And he was picked off. Nice play by Carlton Fisk. Alert behind the plate. Runner at first now with one out. They academically call it caught stealing. He really wasn't. He was just happened to be caught off the bag. There's a call strike to Kelly at the knees. Pat Kelly looks at strike three after he'd gone 3-0. and oh. So he is out of there and uh, now there are two down with a runner at first. Good pitch by Peters on the outside corner. So they've erased a runner and a batter now in the space two pitches. I don't know how they could call that caught stealing. Alvarado was not digging for third, but he was way off the bag. He was just dozing off second base. Caught sleeping. Caught sleeping is right. He was picked off. Johnstone up, and he hits a line drive, base it to right center field. Covered by Tommy Harper. Wood stops at second. White Sox continue to hit. Line drive to right center, and Richie Allen is coming up. White Sox lead 5-1 to one now. They have runners at first and second, two gone, and Allen up. Allen has struck out twice and doubled the right center, driving in a run. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Allen has a slight hitch in his swing. Every big hitter does this. So what, uh, as Ted Williams will tell you, has some kind of hitch. And all these free swingers anyway, which is what Allen is. But he has such great power. Here's the pitch to him, way outside, ball two. Two and nothing. Ball just jumps off his bat. Wood at second. Johnstone at first. Pitch. And there is a ground foul past third. Peters to count two and one to Allen. Left-hander checks and throws. Low in the dirt. Ball three. Three and one. 
Milwaukee 1, Kansas City nothing after 6. California 9, Detroit 2 after 4. Cleveland beat Oakland 3-1. to one. Peters throws to Allen. Ball outside. He walks him and the bases are loaded. Second time in this inning they've been loaded up. Allen to first. Johnstone to second. Wood goes to third. And the batter will be Carlos May, the ninth man to come up in this sixth inning. May is 0 for 3. In the National League, Montreal has scored a run in the eighth inning. They lead Atlanta 1-0 after eight. The pitch to May. Ball high. Cincinnati won the Mets nothing after six at New York. Houston beat Philadelphia 3-1. Ken Reynolds lost his 11th game. He has yet to win this year. Don Wilson, the winner. Peters delivers. Strike swinging on a slider. May has had a fielder's choice, grounded to short, and bounced to the mound. Three on, two out, three runs in. White Sox leading 5-1 in the sixth inning. The windup, the pitch, strike two, swinging. One and two. Peters gets the sign. He throws and strike three. Foul tip held by Carlton Fisk. Carlos May strikes out with the bases loaded. So that's a avert further tragedy for the Red Sox as Peters, after giving up a one-out single, or a two-out single and walk, gets May on a strikeout. But in the inning, the White Sox bat around. Nine men came up. They scored three runs. Five hits. They leave three men on base. And after six innings of play, the White Sox lead five to one. Why don't you cast it over there right by that rock? These are the sounds of a more than one beer day. A hot summer day that makes you build a more than one beer thirst. You sit and you wait for the big ones to bite. But the one thing you're sure to catch is a whopping thirst. A thirst that's big enough for a couple of beers at least. So today, only Shaker will do. Oh, we got him! Schaefer pleasure stays first beer smooth, first beer bright, first frosty glass to last. You see, we started practicing on more than one beer thirst back before most brewers even started brewing. And practice makes perfect. Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. In the seventh inning, the White Sox have made some chance changes. Tony Muser is playing first base now, giving Richie Allen the rest of this game off. Allen will be there in the second game. So it's Muser playing first base and batting in Allen's number three spot. And uh, Rich Morales is playing second base, replacing Mike Andrews. Morales playing second and batting in Andrews' spot. Muser playing first and batting in Allen's spot. 
Cincinnati has come up with six runs in the seventh. They lead the New York Mets 7-0 after six and a half at New York. Mets are having their troubles. In the top of the seventh here, with the Red Sox trailing 5-1, Carlton Fisk will be first up against Wilbur Wood, who spent some time on the bases in the bottom of the sixth inning. He got a big hit. He stuck in a two-run single. But he has a four-run lead to mess around with now. Fisk is one for two, a run-producing double in the second inning. It's a fly ball to right field, very high. Pat Kelly backtracks. He's there. He's got it. One pitch, one out. As Wood seems to be getting stronger now. He was a little shaky in the second and third innings and the fourth. Retired the side in order in the sixth inning. Gave up one hit back in the fifth. And Andy Costco is up now. He has struck out and singled. Wood delivers, and it's swung on. Strike one. Ground foul to the left. Eddie Popowski, the acting manager again today, coaching on the third baseline. Eddie Casco has uh, been very ill with the flu and will probably meet the team at the airport going to Kansas City. Wood delivers. Outside to Costco. One and two. Eddie Fisher, another knuckleballer from the right-hand side, will throw in the second game for Chicago. Costco bends away from an inside pitch. Ball two, two and two. Left-hander John Curtis will go for the Red Sox in the nightcap. Two-two pitch. High pop-up in the infield. Alvarado at shortstop, giving way to the second baseman, Morales, who's got it in front of Alvarado on the third base side of second. Costco pops up, two down. Here's Phil Gagliano, 0 for 2. He is grounded out and fly to center. What had been a tight ball game and a pitching duel between Wood and McLaughlin is now 5-1 to one for Wood. A swing and a miss by Gag. Strike one. The 0-1 delivery. Outside, ball one. 1-1. One, one. There's a drive to center field for a base hit for Gagliano. Turns first. He's one for three, and that's the seventh Red Sox hit. They have seven hits and only one run. A two-out single by Gagliano. And we're going to have a pinch hitter, John Kennedy, going to bat for Gary Peters. Kennedy slated to play the second game at second base. Judd Griffin, incidentally, is here. He joined the club late yesterday, flying out on a delayed flight from Boston. 
and he will uh, run and take Whirlpool on the wrist so the, the cast is off he has it in a bandage now the main thing it will have to do is to try to strengthen the wrist and it will be quite a while before he'll be able to bat but uh, he said it's been coming along better than expected so Doug will be with the club the rest of this trip and will uh, do his exercises and his therapy work on the, on the wrist the club has certainly missed Doug Griffin John Kennedy up, batting for Gary Peters. Twing misses strike one. Set by Wilbur Wood. The pitch. Foul back. Strike two. No balls, two strikes. Now the delivery. A fly ball to left center field. Carlos May over, so is Johnstone, and Jay Johnstone is going to one-handed for the out. That ends the inning. No runs, one hit, and one left. And after six and one-half innings, it is the White Sox five, the Red Sox one. <laughs> Zare has the next minute to try to convince you to do something for your own good. The people at Zare want you to come into any Zare store and look around. Check out the 101 departments. Compare prices that you've been paying for name brands with what Zare is charging. Look at the health and beauty aids, for instance. You'll find more than significant savings on the same items you've been buying elsewhere. Go through the automotive department. Find out why Zare believes you can take very good care of your car for less money. Try the housewares department or appliances. The point is simply this. You won't be able to miss the fact that Zare gives you high quality at low prices on everything from fashions to fans, from shoes to shampoos, from wrenches to wristwatches. Come see for yourself and come save for yourself at Zare, the discount department store. Open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Final score in the National League, the Montreal Expos got a great pitching performance from Bill Stoneman today as he shut out the Atlanta Braves on a two-hitter. One to nothing was the final score. Montreal the winner. Stoneman won his tenth game. Schuler took the loss. 27,000 at Montreal. The Cincinnati Met game has gone seven innings, and Cincinnati has a seven-to-nothing lead. Bill Four has come on to pitch for Detroit in the sixth inning. Tigers are trailing in their game with California. California nine, the Tigers two. Ken Tatum is on the mound for the Red Sox now. Gary Peters worked an inning in relief, gave up one hit, no runs, charged to him. He walked one and struck out one. And Tatum is on to pitch now to Rich Morales. Down goes Morales on a fastball inside, ball one. Tatum's the fourth Red Sox pitcher to be used by Eddie Papowski. This is the seventh inning. The White Sox lead 5-1. to one. There's a looper into left field for a base hit. Covered by Costco. Morales takes a wide turn and holds. So Tatum gives up a hit to the first man he faces as he comes out of the bullpen. Although this is in a starting inning. Starting the inning, not coming in with men on. 
Gary Peters got the first man to face him on a strikeout, but then he gave up a single to Johnstone and a walk to Allen, but uh, he got out of it. Newhauser did not retire either batter that he faced. There is a called strike to Ed Spezio. Morales on at first base. Foul tip. Nothing in two to Spezio, who's had one hit in three trips. White Sox whittling merrily away at Red Sox pitching to the tune of 11 hits and five runs. Red Sox have had seven hits, but only one run. First game of a doubleheader at Chicago. Tatum throws, and there's a line drive, base hit to Gagliano. No double play can be made. Morales dives back to the bag at first. Nice play by Phil Gagliano. One out. There's a soft line drive, more than uh, one that was more so than one that was hard hit. Herman is the batter. Ed Herman has singled in three trips. He drove in a run with a single in the sixth inning. Left-handed batter. Ken Tatum on the mound. Tatum has not had much work lately. He gave up the home run in Texas to Tom Greve that uh, beat the Red Sox. The only game Texas won down there. Pitch is swung on and missed. Strike one. Tatum's 20th appearance of the year. No wins, two losses, and four saves. Ken checks the sign. Throws way outside. Ball one. White Sox five, Red Sox one. Bottom of the seventh. Tatum's pitch. High and outside, ball two. Two and one. Runner at first is Rich Morales. Red Sox infield, a shortened double play depth. There's a throw to first, not in time. Tatum checks the sign. Now he's ready. Here's his pitch. Swinging strike, runner going on a delay. Throw to second. The ball is kicked out of Aparicio's hands, and Morales is in with a stolen base. Throw from Fisk was down right about the right place. But right at the time when uh, Aparicio had the ball, the ball seemed to be kicked out of his hand on a slide by Rich Morales. Morales is in with a stolen base. That was a delayed steal, too. Just as Fisk was about to lob the ball back to Tatum, Morales took off. Then uh, Fisk adjusted nicely and threw to second, but the ball got away from Aparicio. Runner at second base. One out. The count is two and two to the batter, Herman. Tatum gets ready. Throws. Fouled back. Still 2-2. Two, two. 
That was Morales' first stolen base of the season. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Strike three, swinging. As Satan's fastball moved away from the left-handed batter. There are two down now. Louis Alvarado coming up. He's had a perfect day. He has single to left, hit a home run into the lower deck in left, and walked. He has scored one run. He also has been picked off base. Tatum goes back to the mound now. Alvarado steps in. Morales running at second base. White Sox ahead, 5-1, first game. Tatum throws, moves Louie back, ball one. Tatum, another one of the, on the major injury list this year for the Red Sox. They've had a number of them. Yastrzemski, Aparicio, Tatum, Josephson, Griffin. They've all been there. Briefly, Reggie Smith, Rico Petroselli, Danny Cater from time to time, Tommy Harper for over a week. Here's the pitch outside for a ball. Count is 2-0. and But by diligence, industry, a lot of luck, and the other team's inability to do anything in the Eastern Division, the Red Sox are still close. Here's the pitch. Curve over, called strike. Two and one. Luck has had a big part in this uh, season. The Red Sox have had their share of bad luck with the injuries, more so than any other club in the Eastern Division, really more regulars out for longer periods of time. The 2-1 pitch hammered on the ground to third. Petroselli has a long throw to make. He does, and he gets Alvarado by a running step. Alvarado grounding out to Rico at third. Good play, and it's no runs. Oh, boy. Put it in the wrong inning. Okay. No runs, one hit, and one left. And after eight innings, seven innings of play, the score is 5-1 to one Chicago. The Red Sox are trailing 5-1 to one after seven innings of play. Wilbur Wood will face Tommy Harper as we go to the eighth inning and Dave Martin. Thank you, Ned. Tommy Harper has one hit today and three times at bat. He's now 4-4-10 in the series. He's had a good series after being in somewhat of a slump. Of course, he let off the game yesterday with a home run and proved to be the winning hit. Here's the pitch now. Harper outside of ball, ball one. Harper's home run yesterday was his seventh game-winning RBI this year. And that ties him for the team lead with Pudge Fisk and Rico Petrostella. Each had seven game-winning RBIs. Here's the pitch. Knuckleball is high, and the count goes to 2-0 and on Harper. Doing nothing on Tommy. Nobody on or out. We're in the top of the eighth inning in Chicago. 
WTIC in Hartford. Strike call. Looks like that one was a fastball by Wood. Seldom throws anything but knucklers, but when he does throw a fast one, it looks very fast compared to his knuckleball. There's a swing and a foul ball back to the plate. Out of play, and the count is ball two and strike two. Now we'll pause for station identification. This is Red Sox baseball. Governor Thomas J. Meskell will face the state direct from Republican Convention headquarters in Miami Beach tonight at 10 here on WTIC in Hartford, Connecticut. Count is ball two and strike two on Harper. Line up, here comes the pitch now by Wilbur Wood. It's the ball. It's high, makes it three and two. Top of the eighth inning, and the Red Sox have an uphill battle here in these last two innings. They're trailing five to one. They've been out hit 11 to seven. Here's the three-two pitch. A swing and a foul ball back of the plate out of play, and it's still three and two. Red Sox baseball is brought to you again this year by the Chrysler Plymouth dealer nearest you. He's the man to see for all your automotive needs. Three and two to line up by Wood. Pitch is swing, another foul in the same spot back of the plate up on the screen. Still three and two. The White Sox now have Morales playing second base, Tony Muser at first. Fizio at third, Alvarado at short. The outfield is May in left, John Stone in center, Kelly in right. Second game pitchers will be Eddie Fisher for the White Sox and John Curtis for the Red Sox. Pitch, ball four, he walks him. Good way to start the inning. A base on ball is issued by Wood, and that's the first one he's given up. He's had amazing control for a knuckleball pitcher. Wood has uh, walked only 46 batters this year. He's worked already 279 and a third inning going into the ball game today. Only 46 walks off him. He has 142 strikeouts. Only 235 hits. So he's 44 fewer hits than innings pitched. That's a significant statistic according, according to most pitching coaches. They like to compare hits and innings pitched. Strike to Aparicio now. And here's the delivery. Here's a swing and a foul tip behind the plate. Strike two. Nothing in two to count. Wood has started 36 games. He's completed 14. Has six shutouts. Here's a ground ball. It's fair to the third baseman Spezio. The throw safe at first base. Slow ground ball down the third base line. Spezio was slow coming in. Finally picked it up and fired to first, but too late. Aparicio beat it out for a hit. Well, the Red Sox have something going here in the eighth. Two men on and nobody out. Infield hit for Aparicio gives him two for four in the game. And brings up Cater. Cater is hitless and three times at bat, which makes him way overdue. And he had only one hit in the Texas series. Friday night game, he had one hit against the White Sox. He bunts it towards third. Good bunt. Wood has it. Throws to first. Safe. Safe all around. A good bunt by Danny Cater towards third. Wood came off the mound. The third baseman, Spezio, playing back. 
hoping uh, to be able to get a throw at third base for a force play. And Wood had a long ways to come off that mound. By the time he picked it up and threw, it was much too late. Bases loaded, nobody out. Tying run at the plate in Reggie Smith. How about this? Bases loaded now for the Red Sox. That's a hit for Cater, a punt base hit. And he doesn't bunt very often. Here's the pitch down to Smith. The swing. Here's a looping fly caught by the shortstop Alvarado. And everybody gets back in a hurry. Soft, low fly ball hit by Reggie Smith in the first pitch against a wood knuckleball. He didn't get a hold of it at all. And it was an easy out to Alvarado. One out down. It brings up Rico Petrucelli. has two hits. He singled the first two times up against Wood. Then he tapped out to the pitcher. Here's the delivery. It's the ball inside ball one. Bases loaded. One out now for the Red Sox. Top of the eighth inning. Failing five to one. Here's a spike get called. A beauty on the inside corner. Ball one and strike one. Here's a swing and he hits a high fly ball into short center field. Could be trouble. It drops out there. One run scores. And the bases are still loaded. It's five to two. The tying run is on base. Fly ball into short center field. Alvarado, May, and Johnstone converged on him, but nobody could reach it. Johnstone got the closest. Goes as a base hitter and run batted in for Petroselli. Gives Rico three hits. And the fly ball, the runner's had to play it safe, so only one man scored. Harper, Aparicio's on third, Cater on second, and Petroselli on first. Single and RBI for him, and Rico is three for four. Here's Carlson Fisk, who has one hit, a long double, and three times up. White Sox have two pitchers in the bullpen. One is Saya Costa, a right-hander. The other one is Forster, a left-hander. Here's the pitch now to Fudge to, uh, Fisk at the ball. Low and close ball one. Terry Forster. Fireballing left-hander and Syed Costa, Mexican right-hander, who throws a fastball and a knuckleball. Here's the ball inside to Fisk. Two and nothing. Acosta, they say, throws real aspirin tablets. Very, very fast. And he also throws a knuckleball. two is the count. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball three, three and nothing with the bases loaded to Fisk. And Costco on deck. Andy Costco will be the next hitter. It's five to two in favor of Chicago. The Red Sox with a real threat here on the top of the eighth inning. One run in. Still only one out. The pitch. Spike on the inside corner. Fisk Started toward first, but umpire Maloney called it a strike. Ball three, strike one. All the knuckleballs to Fisk. Little throw. Practically every pitch a knuckleball. Here's the delivery. Foul ball. He got a piece of it up on the screen. Ball three, strike two.
Fisk now has three hits in the series and 11 times up. One hit in each game in the series. All three strike two now. Wilbur Wood goes down to the Rosenberg. Now he's ready. Here it comes. He walks it. The score is five to three in favor of Chicago. Aran is forced across the plate. Manager Chuck Tanner is going to the mound and signaling for a left-hander. He wants Terry Forster, a fireballer, bringing in a left-hander despite the fact that a right-hand hitter is coming up next, Andy Costco. So Wilbur Wood is going up. This worked him for a walk on the 3-2 pitch. Wood gets credit for pitching, seven and one-third innings. He allows three runs and ten hits. There's the hand for him. He walked two and he struck out three. He could be charged with three more runs. Could be charged with as many as six and still could be the losing pitcher in this game. But what gets a hand as he goes to the White Sox dugout? Quest today of his 22nd win. Terry Forster is on the mound now. He's a left-hander with very good stuff. Forster has won three and lost three. He leads the White Sox in saves with 20 been the ace of their of their bullpen. He's been in 44 games altogether, finished 31 of them. Pitched a total of 65 innings, allowed 47 hits and only 17 earned runs. 29 walks and he has 71 strikeouts. And an earned run average of 2.31. The Forster has very good figures. 18 fewer hits than innings pitched and uh, strikeouts way above his walks. Andy Casco will face a fireballer, a left-hander now for the first time after looking at a knuckleballer all afternoon. Against Wood, Casco had one hit and three times up. And the Red Sox now have the tying run at second base. The runner at third is Cater. Petroselli at second and Fisk at first. Fisk got a walk and a run batted in. It's five to three now in favor of the White Sox. Top of the eighth inning at Chicago, game one of today's doubleheader. Andy Casco up there now. Tall, lanky right-hand hitter with power. Pitch, strike call, the high strike one. Now the White Sox are warming up. Acosta, a right-hander. And they have another left-hander in the bullpen. Here's the delivery, a swing and a miss. He jammed him with a fastball, a count of strike two. Nothing in two is a count. Dave Lemons is the left-hander warming up for Chicago. L-E-M-O-N-D-S. There's a swing and a foul ball off to the right. Two strikes from Casco. Long hit the facing of the upper deck. Bounded back onto the playing field. And Tony Musa, the first baseman, caught it on the fly. Bill Lee is warming up for the Red Sox in the bullpen in right field. There's the 0-2. Play it on the That's the second out. Pasco went down on three pitches. Three cuts. His 
strikeout for Forster, and it brings up Phil Gagliano. Phil has one hit him three times up. Bases loaded, two out. Two runs are in. Five to three in favor of Chicago. Here's the pitch now to Gagliano. A ball outside, ball one. Boy, the Red Sox need a hit. Badly right here. the stretch by Forster. The pitch way outside, gets away. Here's the runner coming in. He is safe. No play at the plate. Five to four now. Favorite Chicago. Pitch was outside. They're calling it a wild pitch. Came all the way back to the screen. A lot of territory back there. Catcher Herman chased it, but had no chance for a play at the plate. Cater scored easily, and the other men move up. Cut Pacelli to third base and Fisk to second base. Ball two, two and nothing on Gagliano. First base open now. Tying run at third, five to four. The score. Chicago leads. Pitch, swing, foul ball. Back of the plate. Count as ball two. Strike one. Okay, you just join us. Cleveland beat Oakland today, three to one, and the Angels are way out ahead of Detroit, nine to two. The end of six. Yankees and Baltimore both play tonight. Here's a strike ball in the inside corner. Gagliano didn't like that call. Down his ball, two strike two. This just hits the corner at the knee. Ball two strike two on Gagliano. Outfield, straight away, barely deep. Here's the pitch. Low for a ball. Ball three, strike two. And a wide one would load him up again and bring up... up the pitcher due to hit or a pinch hitter. Tatum is in the on-deck circle. Two out. Here's the pitch. Swing and miss. Goes down on strike. Gagliano swung hard at a fastball. First for fans, both Costco and Gagliano. Three runs in the inning for the Red Sox and one, two, three hits. There were no errors. Two men are left. One wild pitch and uh, two walks. That's the end of the top of the eighth inning. The score is Chicago 5 and Boston 4. Terry Forster has been a villain in this series as far as the Red Sox are concerned. He came on in the Friday night game and pitched uh, one and one third innings of shutout relief, getting three strikeouts out of four possible outs. Struck out the only two men he faced when he relieved Wilbur Wood on the top of the eighth. Getting a hand as he comes out to bat now, Terry Forster. Forster's been in somewhat of a slump since the All-Star break. White Sox were suspicious, but the other teams were reading his pitches. Boy, he's got great stuff. Great fastball and a good, fast, hard curveball. He's up there now, batting left-handed. Facing Ken Tatum. Last half of the eighth inning. Here's the pitch. Playing and a base hit to left field for Forster. It's the first pitch squarely between Petroselli and Aparicio in the left field. Opposite field hit. That brings up Pat Kelly. That's the 12th White Sox hit today. Red Sox have made 10 hits. 
Five to four. Chicago on top. Here's Pat Kelly. Up three times and he has one hit. Also drawn a walk. Petroselli edging in now. Here's the pitch now to Kelly. He butts it toward Petroselli at 30. Gonna let it go and it goes foul. Rico came in on it and I thought he was gonna pick it up, but he decided to let it go and it rolled foul. So it's strike one on Pat Kelly, who was streaking down the first base line and now is walking slowly back to the plate. Washer has to go back to first base. Red Sox pitchers in the Kansas City series Tuesday night and Wednesday night will be Marty Patton and Sonny Sievert. Although Wednesday it could possibly be Keon. Keon's going to go into the rotation with Sievert or Keon Wednesday. Red Sox has two open dates coming week Monday and Thursday. Here's a throw to first base, runner is back. Of course, they'll be home Friday night, as you know, against the Texas Rangers. Mike one is the count on Pat Kelly. Tatum keeping an eye on the runner at first base. Here's the pitch to Kelly. He butts it again. This time pops it up. Foul out of play. Count of strike two on Kelly. Kansas City pitchers are scheduled to be Mike Hedlund, who has won his last four starts. Tuesday night, and on Wednesday night, Roger Nelson has won six and lost four this year, and is second in the American League in ERA. Count of strike two on Pat Kelly. Nobody out, last of the eighth inning, and on first base. Stretching the pitch, outside of all, one and two to count. Ball one, strike two. Aurelio Rodriguez, the summer for the Tigers with a man on. It's now Angels nine, Tigers four in the sixth inning. Pitch, swing, here's a line drive off the glove of Aparicio in the left center field. It's going to be a hit up for the ball with Harper. Hunters hold it first and second. Louis thought he was going to make that catch, and sure, he stuck up his glove going to his left. And it hit his glove, but uh, deflected off the glove, didn't hit in the pocket, and it goes into center field for a hit. A hard hit ball. That brings up Johnstone. Two men on with nobody out. Three hits off Tatum, two in a row in this inning. 13 now by the White Sox in the game. Two on, nobody out. White Sox. Threatening again here in the eighth inning, and now the Red Sox are looking for a bunch. Pitch. He takes it outside, throw to second. He is safe. This snapped the throw to Aparicio at second. Forster went sliding back in. He had to go back in head first. He made it. Ball. Pitch was the ball. Got his ball one. One and oh on Johnstone. He has two hits and a walk pair of singles and three official times at bat. Left-hand hitter pitch. He bunts it. Hits the corner plate. For the third, he is called out at third base. Just did nip him in the butt. Wow. Was that close at third? This to Petroselli. One of those 
very short punch right there on the dirt at the plate, in front of the plate. Fisk picked it up, threw to third base, and just did nip for a forster for the out. So now, Eddie Poposki is going to the mound. That bunt looked as though it had tremendous reverse English on it, Dave. It started out as if it might even go foul, but it took a hop in. And uh, actually, Fish did a good job to stay right with it and make that play ahead of him and knock down that lead man. Popowski is making a motion to the bullpen, and that'll be all for Ken Tatum. We'll get Bill Lee now with uh, runners on first and second. And one out. Lee, a left-hander, coming in to face a left-hand hitter in Muser. But Ken Tatum gets credit for pitching one and one third innings. Tatum allowed three hits. No walks, one strikeout. Could be charged with two runs. So far, hasn't been charged with any runs. But he leaves two men on base. So the new pitcher is left-hander Bill Lee. Well, let's see. Lee coming on now. For his 37th appearance of the year, the same as the number on his back. His record is six wins, three losses, and four saves. His earned run average, 4.07. He's worked 55 and a third innings, given up 48 hits in that time, struck out 32 and walked 23. In the last month, Lee has not been effective. He's trying to get back into a, a groove. He did save a ball game down in Texas. And now hopes to... Uh, Try to get back in the groove that he had earlier in the year and all last year because it certainly needed uh, left-handed help from the bullpen and laying short relief is certainly needed. So Lee is taking his warm-up. He'll face two left-handed batters here, Muser and Carlos May. But runners are at first and second with one out. The White Sox leading by a run, five to four. The Red Sox rallied for three runs on some a bunch single, a little infield hit, a bunch of walks, a wild pitch, single to setter a looping single defender. They didn't get a solid hit in that inning. But they came within one run, and they had runners at second and third. Andy Costco struck out, and Phil Gagliano struck out after a wild pitch had been in there, and uh, that, that was the job that Forrester did coming in from the bullpen. The California Angels now only have a one-run lead over Detroit. The Tigers got eight runs. No, they, the Tigers now re-lead by 10 to 9. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it, Al. We'll get it, everybody. 10 to 9 is the score. Detroit got eight runs in the sixth inning to come from a 9 to 2 deficit to lead now 10 to 9 over the Angels. Chuck Selbach has come on the pitch for Detroit. So the Tigers, who are leading the American League East in this most unusual season, have rallied and picked up eight runs to go ahead of the California Angels, who seem to be having a laugher. Dave? Tony Muser up there now. He's batting 261. he He's been at bat only 23 times for the White Sox and has six hits. Driven in two runs, no homers. There's a swing and a ground ball through the box. Gagliano has it to second out. The first, he is safe. No double play. Full bounder through the box. Gagliano came in on the grass behind the mound, picked it up, flipped it back to Aparicio at a tough angle for that little flip but got it there in good shape Aparicio's throw to first was simply too late Muser fast man beating that throw so now we have runners on first and third and two out Kelly the runner at third base and Muser at first base they're both fast men 
And the batter is Carlos May. Tough man at the plate has been held hitless today in four times at bat. Hasn't hit the ball out of the infield. Here's the pitch to May. A swing and a foul ball. That was a slider by the left-hander to the left-hand hitter. A count of strike one on May. May has hit three ground balls and has struck out. Actually, he's hit two ground balls. The other time, he bunted into a force play. One of those ground balls came on a check swing. Now the catcher Fisk goes out to talk to Lee. White Sox lead 5-4 in the eighth inning. He started this inning with two singles, but they haven't scored. Now Eddie Popowski comes out of the dugout. Fisk and Lee were holding a powwow, and the acting manager today, the birthday boy, Eddie Popowski, comes out and does something very briefly and quickly to the battery mates at the mound and then goes right back to the dugout. Down to strike one on Carlos May. First and third, two out. The situation here in the last of the eighth inning. And a pike to first base by Lee. He is safe, but barely. Tony Muser had to dive back in. Top of the ninth inning, the Red Sox have number nine. Man on the order, the pitcher. Then Harper and then Aparicio do the bat. Undoubtedly a pinch hitter for the pitcher. Now the delivery to May. Liner off Lee's club to Aparicio. He steps on second to retire the side. So the Red Sox got out of a jam in that inning. First two men up single, but no one scored. Ball was hit hard by May, deflected by the glove of Lee to the shortstop Aparicio, made the play at second base, the horse play going over there to step on the bag. No runs and two hits and two men are left. At the end of eight, the score is Chicago five and the Red Sox four. Going into the ninth inning, we're going to get a pinch hitter now for the pitcher. It's going to be Juan Benicas. Ninth inning, last chance for the Red Sox. And here's Ned. All right, Dave, here's Benicus up there batting against left-hander Terry Forster who came on and struck out two men in relief. There's a call strike on the outside corner. Benicus is hitting 242, has one home run, eight runs batted in. Right-handed batter. Tommy Harper on deck. Forster throws. Strike two, ball, curveball on the outside corner. Both those pitches were spotted to the same place, low and away on the outer corner. 0-2 to Benicus. Here it is. There's a ground ball into center field for a base hit past the lunge of Morales. And Benicus is on with a pinch single. That ball took a hop past Morales' glove. Benicus, representing the tying runners at first, will have a station break along the line right now. This is Red Sox baseball. WTIC in Hartford. The forecast calls for clear and becoming cool tonight with the lows in the 50s, sunny and warm tomorrow. Right now on Constitution Plaza, it's 80 degrees. We're back at Comiskey Park, Chicago. The Red Sox trailing by a run in the ninth have a base runner. The pitch to Tommy Harper. He bluffs the butt and takes a strike. That brings Fizio in from third and Muser from first. They had the bunt rotation going in the infield for Chicago. Alvarado going toward second and Morales toward first. 
Red Sox have the runner, Benicus, who is fast at first base. Now time is called, and Eddie Papowski wants to talk to Tommy Harper. He bluffed the butt that time, Harper did, and took a strike. The Cincinnati Reds defeated the New York Mets 8-1. to Don Gullett, Don Gullett getting the win, and Jim McAndrew taking the loss. 43,578 at Chase Stadium. Here's the set, the pitch. Harper hits a high fly ball down the left field line. Coming hard for it is May in foul ground. Has it for the out. Benicus returns to first. One away. Well, Harper has a good cut that time, but foul down into left field. After a long run, May caught up with it. Louis Aparicio is up. He's two for four in this game. He's doubled to left and had an infield hit against Wilbur Wood. And this is his first look at Terry Forster this afternoon. Luke Krause warming in the bullpen for Boston, just in case. Pitches inside to Louis Aparicio. Ball one. Cy Acosta, a right-hander. Ralph, or Dave Lemon, the left-hander, throwing in the bullpen for Chicago. Set by Forster. Pitch to Aparicio. Foul ball. Line the upper deck along the first baseline. Well, the Detroit Tigers are making one of the comebacks of the year. They are leading Cleveland now 11-9 as Bill Freehan has homered in the seventh with none on. At one time, the Indians led 9-2. One, 1-1 one pitch to Louis. Ball inside. Angels, I beg your pardon. The Angels playing Detroit. California had a 9-2 lead. Cleveland has beaten Oakland today, 3-1. Forrester throws. Low, ball three. Three balls, one strike to Aparicio. Well, Red Sox trying for something here in the ninth. They trail by a run, 5-4. They've come back from a 5-1 deficit. Forrester throws, and it's inside, ball four. Aparicio's on. That pushes Juan Benicas into scoring position at second base. Danny Cater coming up. Runners at first and second, and one down. Cater's had one hit in this game, a bunt single. It came in the eighth inning. He sliced the bunt nicely, chopped, or he cut the ball so that it had reverse English on it and bunted safely. The other three times, he has grounded out twice and popped to short. Doris Cater leads the club at hitting into double plays. That's what they're playing for. Swings and misses, strike one. Tying run at second base, the lead run at first. One out of the ninth. 5-4 Chicago. Cater moves in. Terry Forster looks for the sign. He pitches. Cater takes strike two. Right in there on the inside corner. So quickly, Danny's behind on the count 0-2. Two. two very quick strikes. Set by Forster. Pitching. Strike three. Swinging. Cater's out on three pitches. Boy, did Forster handle him. He took the bat right out of Cater's hand that time. That last strike was a weak swing by Danny, who I don't believe saw that ball. And now it's all up to Reggie Smith. 
Smith has had a tough afternoon. He hasn't had the ball out of the infield either. Neither he nor Cater, the 3-4 hitters, have. Reggie has struck out, grounded out twice, and popped up. Benicus at second base. The pitch. Ball one high. Two out. Two on in the ninth inning. Red Sox down by a run. Reggie Smith standing in. Benicus at second and Aparicio at first. Forster working quickly. Kick throws. Strike call. Breaking ball on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. The outfielder steps to left on Reggie. Here's the set. The pitch. Strike two. Call on the inside corner. A good fastball. Smith jackknifed away from that. But the plate umpire says strike two. Got that inside corner. Tough pitch. One and two now. Forster ready. Set. Throws. A high foul ball. First base side out of play. Count. One ball. Two strikes. This Forster can home. He's had three strikeouts since coming into the game in the eighth inning. One and two to Smith. The pause, the pitch, ball outside, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. White Sox bullpen watching now, Acosta and Lemon. Two and two to Reggie Smith. Two runners on, two out. Here's the set, and the pitch. A foul ball out of play. And the suspense continues here in the ninth inning. Two balls, two strikes. White Sox in first place by percentage points. Want to make it more now. Oakland has lost. Red Sox try to hang in there in the east. Here's the set now. And the pitch to Smith. Ball outside. It's three and two now. Right down to the wire. Three balls, two strikes. Two out, two on. Five for Chicago leading. How about this? The on-deck hitter is Rico Petroselli. Forrester gets the sign. Smith waits. Here's the pitch. The runners go. Ball four. The bases are loaded. Reggie Smith takes a walk, sending Aparicio to second and Benicus to third. And the bases are loaded for Rico Petroselli. Holy crow. Petroselli has had three for four in this game, three singles, and he knocked in a run with a single, a drooping a single into center field in the eighth inning. So the Red Sox have three on and two out. Forrester ready. Pitching. Ground ball hit foul. Third base side. Pass to Pauski. Then two walks and a base hit this inning. The only hit off Forster has been by pinch hitter Juan Benicus. Benicus is at third. Aparicio at second. Smith at first. The stretch. The pitch. High. Ball one. Very high. Sending Herman up to get it. Forster already has had one wild pitch since coming in, allowing a run to score. Young fireballer and throws as hard as anybody we've seen on the Chicago staff, on many staffs in this league. One ball, one strike to Rico. Here's the set and the pitch. Ball two is high. Two balls, one strike. Boy, this game has turned out to be something. Two and one to Petroselli. Tying run at third. Lead runs at second and first. The pause, the pitch, strike call on the inside corner. Two and two. 
has that pitch going. It's almost unbeatable. That fastball up and in on the inside corner. Now it's two and two to Rico. Here it is. Two-two pitch. Check swing. Ball three. And it's three and two with the bases loaded. One more wide of the mark would force in the tying run. One more strike would end the ball game. A base hit could send the Red Sox ahead. They're on the move on three and two. Here it comes. And it's lined in the center field for a base hit. Two runs will score. The Red Sox go ahead. Rico Petroselli hits a 3-2 pitch to center. His fourth hit. And the Red Sox are leading now in his comeback effort by the score of 6-5. Mr. Petroselli. Four for five. And what a clutch hit that is. A single to center on a 3-2 pitch. Runners at first and third. The Red Sox lead by a run. Carlton fifth coming up. Benica scored, Aparicio scored, and over to third went Reggie Smith. A two-run first here in the ninth inning for the Red Sox to put them ahead in this ballgame. Fisk is up, and he's had one hit. He's had two RBIs. Here's the pitch. Foul ball out of play. Strike one. Carlton had a double driving in a run in the second inning. He walked with the bases loaded in the eighth. So he's one for three. Boy, that hit by Petroselli quieted the crowd here. Here's the pitch to Fitz. Outside, ball one. One ball, one strike to Hutch. Smith at third, Rico at first. Forster with a stretch throws. Hangs it outside. Ball two. Two and one. Two balls, one strike. Petroselli's knocked in three runs today. Here's the pitch. Strike two. There's that inside corner pitch of Forrester's again. He's now two and two. Two fifths. Runners at first and third. Fifth gets back in. Left-hander Forster throws. Ground ball towards shortstop. Alvarado can't handle it. It's been a left center. Smith scores. Here comes the throw to third base. Petroselli's in there safely. And now it's another run. An error on Alvarado on a ground ball that would have ended the inning. It got by him into left center field. Fifth reaches first on the error. A run scores. And now it's 7-5 to five Red Sox. And there's a safety run for them. An error, no RBI, and a big error that was. Runners are at first and third. Petroselli went into third base. Seven to five, Red Sox. Andy Costco is up. He's one for four. Here's the set. Now Costco backs out. No pitch. Forster went through with his motion. Time had been called. It's no pitch. So what do you know? The Red Sox have fought back from a 5-1 to one deficit. They were down 5-1 to one to Wilbur Wood. Now they lead 7-5. Pitch to Costco outside. Ball one. Benicus started the whole thing with a single. Harper fouled out, but then Aparicio walked. Cater struck out, and with two out, Smith walked to load the bases. 
pitch to Costco. Lines sharply to left field. It is in the glove of the left fielder, Carlos May, for the final out. A little bit low to Spezio, ball one. Spezio's had one for four. Marty Patton throwing in the bullpen. He's scheduled to work Tuesday night in Kansas City. Krauss gets set. Throws. Foul back to the screen. And the count is one ball, one strike. Well, this one is not for the faint of heart. Sun's out fully now, and it's cleared up here in Chicago. There's another game to follow this one. Whatever happens in this one, it'll be a tough act to follow. Crowd set. Throws. Check swing. Strike call. Now it ticked off his bat. Foul tip. One ball, two strikes. Well, they're warming up in Baltimore for their 5.30 game. Eastern Daylight Time. Ray Corbin will go for the Minnesota Twins. Mike Cuellar for the Orioles. Crowd throws low. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Spezio. Here's the pitch. Foul back. Still two and two. The Red Sox infield at double play depth. The Red Sox got the first run in the game. In the second inning it came. They led one to nothing until the White Sox went ahead two to one in the fifth. Then the White Sox got three. And they got some more runs in the sixth inning. The pitch is low. Ball three. It's three and two to Spezio. two strikes. Now Kraus sets. He throws. Ball four. Have a two to run with two run lead. Seven to five in the bottom of the ninth. But the White Sox have runners at first and second. Nobody out. Danny Cater is in at first base. They're looking for the bunt. Here it is, and it's inside a ball. Gets away from Fisk, but no advance. Herman gave no indication of bunting or anything on that. He had a take on, and it's ball one. Left-hander hitter, and Ed Herman, one for four. He's driven in a run with a single. He scored one. Patton gets set. Marty delivers. Ball inside. Two and nothing. Red Sox bullpen has poured forth everybody this afternoon. Newhauser, Tatum, and Kraus were ineffective. Peters and Lee were effective. And now Patton, the starter, is trying to do something. He's behind on the batter, 2-0. Marty goes to the stretch. Throws. Fly ball to left center field. Andy Costco is under it, waiting, and has it for the effort. Fizio at first. 
Now the pitch by Patton. Fly ball. Straight away center field. Tommy Harper coming in. He's under it. He's got it. Two batters. They've had given up. He's given up two fly balls. Williams digs in and Patton is ready. Marty drops to the belt. Throws. Strikes swinging. Slider. A little looping foul. First base side. No play. Cage set. Set. Throws. Low and outside. Just missing. Ball one. One ball, two strikes. The Red Sox trailed five to one going into their eighth. They got three in the eighth. Came up with three in the ninth inning with a big hit by Rico Petroselli. Here's the set by Marty Patton. He throws. And it's hit on the ground up the middle in the center field. Base hit. This will score a run. A single for Walt Williams, the pinch hitter, making the score seven to six. Red Sox leading by one run. And the strike call on the inside corner to a left-handed batter. Marty gets ready. Now he throws. Strike swinging. A foul tip. Foul ball out of play. He waving the bat back and forth. Now the set. Now the pitch. Ball high. It's count one and two. Fly ball. Deep center field. Harper going back. Still going back. Home run. The White Sox win. This is WTIC in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> 